The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. The gray rain curtain turned all to silver glass and was rolled back, and he beheld white shores, and beyond them a far green country under a swift sunrise. This episode of An Unexpected Podcast is dedicated to the memory of Ian Holm. Thank you. Hello, friends, and welcome to an unexpected podcast. I'm Ez. And I'm Lane. And I'm B- Bill Joe Baggins at your service. <laughs> and we're talking Tolkien. We're coming to you from the Shire of America, the beautiful state of Ohio, and a little village called Amanda. <sighs> wow. And just, um, it's a beautiful day. Yeah. There's, hopefully you can hear the birds mm. chirping, and, and the sun is shining, and... Uh, I'm not sure if you can hear the sun shining or not, but it's definitely... If you listen close enough, you listen I think close you, can, enough, you, you can pick it you up. You should yeah. be able to hear it. There it uh, is. <laughs> yeah, there it is, the semi going by. <laughs> um, we have our good friend uh, Bill Joe Baggins with us. Uh, Joe Lewis, how's it going, buddy? I couldn't be happier, my friends. Good, good. Well, this is... Um, I, I do want to do this. I know I did it on the live, but I'm going to go ahead and say this. You know that was all just... Uh, this whole setup process taking such a long time was literally me not wanting to end yeah. this podcast and not wanting to have this come to an end. And also, it felt fitting to take five hours to set up, you know? I figured that... That, that is full circle in a way. We talked, we talked last time about full circle, ring, cyclical, you know, story that happens. And it's funny because I'm thinking about uh, Peter Jackson, right? It was a famous event that the very last thing they filmed was with Elijah Wood they had the scene they had had the scene for like 10 or 15 takes and he just kept saying and one more mm. okay that's great that's great Elijah just uh, let, let's do one more time yeah one more like he didn't want it to stop yeah and um I see it in your face my friend we're looking at you and I can see you you, you don't want I, this episode I've, to be here yeah I didn't actually so here full disclosure and and clarity and I didn't actually finish reading this chapter that's how the, ma- that's the how last you, yeah last page and a half, and I put it off until this morning. Uh, last page and a half, I just didn't read because I'm like, man, nah, I don't think I'm gonna finish it. I, I don't want I don't yeah. want to. Uh, yeah. Some things are I don't know. It's it, yeah, that's hard. It's difficult. It's hard, man. It's, it's been two it's and a half hard. years, man. Uh, yeah, it's crazy, and um, we are so honored though to have oh, our this good is friend. Huge. We really are. This Pleasure's is all mine. I think we were walking around, and um, like Joe and I were talking, it's just like. There's, you said this, and I, I truly think it needs it, it needs repeating. It's very important. 
coming here to the Shire of America, we, we say this uh-huh. at the beginning of every pod. It's always been like, welcome to Amanda, yep. right? The Shire of America. It truly is. And especially here at Lane's house. Mm-hmm. Joe, there's joy here, man. There's little hobbits running around. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, there's, there's good greenery out here. The grass looks good. Well clipped. Got a trim. Little garden. Back here. Little garden. Yep. Yeah. We had some good food, right? We've good had food. a good drink. Yep. We're having a good smoke. We're having a good sniff of air. Yes. It just yes. And there's three of us, <sighs> right? Three. End of this chapter, there's three hobbits that go home That's and right. they're comforted because they have each other. Yeah. Right? And I'm so glad we and have each other. I'm so, I'm oh my be, gosh. Could not do this on <laughs> yeah. my own. Oh man. Lord bless us, right? I mean, yeah. uh yeah, no, it's it's an honor having Joe here. I mean, I, I think it was I was trying to remember uh, talking to Ez. Uh, did I ask you if you would want to come on this final chapter like almost a year ago? Yeah, I feel like I it's so. been a long, oh, yeah. long time. We've, the, we talked about it a little while back because when you had first talked about the last chapter, um, yeah, I think it was well over a year ago, you said, I think it would be cool if you came yeah. and read it with us. And I was like, that, I'd be honored. It just felt like it was fitting. You're an you're, you're old, old friend of mine. Um, old old friend of ours, you've you've been with us through a lot of different things. Yeah. Uh, you embody Bilbo Baggins himself. <laughs> I mean, if you could read this chapter with anyone other than Frodo, it would be it would be Bilbo. And yeah. so it's just it's awesome. And we haven't seen you for you got a lot of stuff going on in your life. Your Hobbit, I can see that your Hobbit feet that one of them has a little more ink than last we met. Yeah. Uh, this chapter, a very important character of ours, um, with the aid of his friend, gets he. You know, you want to move in with me? You want to get married to Rosie? Why don't you do both? Just get get the job done and right. then come move That's in. There's right. plenty of room for kids, and you yourself are in a similar situation right now, my friend. I, um, I am. So tell us about your life. What's going on? Yeah. So uh, just a couple weeks ago, I uh, got engaged to the love of my life. I met in college. Cheers, man! Um, here, here, college here, here. Yes. I met Lane and Nez. It's awesome. And um, couldn't be happier. Super excited. I uh, got engaged a couple weeks ago and then moved up to her neck of the woods in Toledo, Ohio. Yeah. North Farthing, man. North Farthing. North Farthing, indeed. Yeah. Got excellent ales. 1420 was an amazing year. <laughs> <laughs> Already. Already. Uh, so, but the awesome thing, too, is that people were at the LEP 2. Yeah. Last year was the second one, right? Yeah. I can't yeah. remember. Yeah. LEP 2, they got to meet this young lady yeah yeah, yeah. anybody so that was, was there too she was there yes so um yeah so just i mean good times for you my friend new new beginnings mm-hmm. um this like beginning of your life together it's it's, it's incredible it's incredible it's exciting yeah. Thanks, that's awesome guys. man congrats that's really really awesome and so i i'm glad you brought this up because i want to ask you guys a question how does one acquire one of these rosies <laughs> um a What's phone book. You look oh. in, in their first name <laughs> for Rose or Rosie. Oh, okay. Um, and you just go down the list. Just go down the list. And just yeah. make the call. <laughs> I, or I, my fiance's name is Annalise, but I just call her Rosie, and that's how it worked. I see. I see. I almost think as I think that, um, and not not to not to be too serious here. I think that your Rosie's got to find you. Mm. Oh, okay. Okay. I think you're not. I think I think the way you're doing it, my friend. Yeah. Is the way to do it. Yeah. I, I wasn't looking for, for Sarah. See. Were you looking for Annalise? No, she honestly initiated a lot of this. <laughs> okay, guys, that's what so, I wanted to hear. Okay. Yeah. I, I, and I, it's funny because I like my whole life. We have, we have similar stories. I don't know if you mind me sharing this, no, but no, like no. my good. whole life, even I was, I was that weird little kid who was in second grade and I was like, I'm looking for my wife. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. one of those, you know, it's yeah. like, yeah. wow, what a weirdo. Yeah, I guess maybe, but I just, 
I'm like someone who loves and loves deeply. We've had conversations for a long time where yeah. it's like, man, I don't this. I really care about this this girl, and I just don't know if she, uh, young lady, woman, I don't not getting the same kind of vibes. Am I doing something wrong? What is it? Is it me? It's like no, no, it's not. Just because yeah. you love deeply, it might not necessarily be a good match. So, but anyway, my whole life, I, I you know, I, I wanted my Rosie. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't call the concept that of true love. I didn't call it that then, but. It was when it was after I came back from New Zealand, graduated school, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna kind of, I'm for the once in my life, I'm not gonna worry about um, finding a, a a girlfriend. I'm not gonna worry about any of these. I'm gonna invest in myself. Yeah, I'm going to get to know myself better because I want to be ready when I do find this woman to not have any questions or doubts about who I am. Yeah, and if when, when I think of people who know themselves truly, I think of you, Ezra. So, oh yeah, I, I mean that's the cool thing. thing. Like they just yeah. they come out of the blue, man. Yeah, well, or ours did anyway. You yeah, know? I mean so. I, my fiance. It's still it's weird to say that I'd known her for about ten years. Yeah, and it really wasn't until about a year and a half ago that we actually started talking more, and it was like, oh, okay, this is a thing, and yeah, I mean very similar to what Lane was saying, like. I had just kind of said, you know what, I'm, I had tried very desperately to find somebody and I had made compromises just to be in a relationship and that wasn't worth it. Yeah. But when I finally just gave up and said, I'm just going to live my life and let it come, it, it finally did and it just, yeah. Yeah, it's going to happen for you because you have a lot to offer. Well, hey, you know what? I appreciate that. And but don't give up hoping. on the phone book either. I mean, if you want the phone to book's start a great idea too. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is it's unexpected. You know, kind of as uh, it, it is unexpected. Unexpected, you know, unexpected kind of, indeed. Yeah. And I think that makes it only sweeter. Man, is yeah. this? Could you find a better night? This is great. This is perfect. Can I just say I also planned this so that it was a little bit later. Yeah, I knew sure. the breeze would be here. Yeah. A little cooler. That was good great. planning on right? your part. It's the <laughs> rustling of the leaves, the chirping Just, of the like, birds. Just to pretend not to like be yeah. able to know how to do certain things. I was rushing around, didn't know how to put the equipment together. <laughs> no, that was all an act. Oh, uh, goodness. So no, that was good. Um, but yeah, so this is this is neat. This is this is it though. This is the um, we're at the end, and it's unbelievable. This is an unexpected podcast. I was not expecting to. Never thought I'd start. I, I, if you ask me, what has it been? Two and a half years? Two and a half years. Wow. Something like that. Um, before when he was born. Goodness. So about three, in, I think it was about three just plus years where Lane and I started kind of, again, like texting and talking and everything. And I just never would have thought that I'd be here, that I'd be Uncle Ez, that I'd get to see Winnie and Charlotte grow up and meet old friends again and, and, you know, rekindle friendships. It's just, it's unbelievable. And this podcast has just brought so much joy to me. And it's mm-hmm. just, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm real. Uh, it's again, we have more, we have more, you know, obviously we're going to get into the Hobbit and I talked to, to Joe about, uh, the Hobbit and everything and maybe even covering the show a little bit, but fun. this is like t- to start off and say, you're going to get through the Lord of the Rings series. You're going to start with the first book and then you're going to, get all the way to the end, do it chapter by chapter. It was a task. It was a goal you set out. And really, we kind of said, if, if we could just do that, we'd be satisfied. Yeah. I didn't think we'd make it out of book one. <laughs> I, I am shocked. I am so Me happy. Me personally, I was like, "There's, I don't think I'm going to be able to stick with this. It's just like it's a task that, it, especially when we started 
realizing that the length of our episodes were not going to be shorter than two hours. No, there's when no we were way. like, we can't really go under two. Which, yeah. kind of somewhat full circle, it's a little over two hours to get from Columbus to Toledo. <laughs> so, so you've been able perfect. to listen, right? I could listen okay, to all right, episodes all right. okay. each way, and it yeah. was perfect. Yeah. I think we're definitely, the, the book club is definitely built for commuters and <laughs> long drives. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. I uh, deliver coffee at my last job, too. So delivery. Perfect. Yep. Deliveries. That's, right. that's, that's, that's yeah. a great point. Yeah. yeah. No, but, dude, it has been. It's been an amazing journey. We were talking about this. You know, it's like, um, yeah, Winnie hadn't even been born when we hatched this idea. Sarah was, was pregnant with her. It was in August, I believe. We, yeah. we sat down at the coffee shop. In, in Lancaster, and Gosh, um, it was. yeah, went to the well, got some coffee, got some lunch, and <sighs> um, yeah, just started ha- sort of hatching a dream. And um, it's crazy, man. Like we're in the process of you know finishing a studio in the garage. Yeah, you know we got we're able to film and we got lights and I we got our friends over and we're finishing right. this last chapter. It's um, it's crazy. Yeah, it's definitely it's Surreal. definitely cause for yeah. pause and celebration and yeah. um, just a, definitely a feeling of accomplishment too and. Mm-hmm. So I want to thank you, Joe, for being here tonight, too, because we were originally supposed to do this like next week, week after. Hmm. And I was like, man, if, is there any way you could do sooner? Because I don't know how much longer Sarah is going to last. And I would, <laughs> I just really wanted to, it was important to me, if possible, to be able to get this done before Crash Route number three comes. Because I know it's crumbs, <laughs> comes, because I know it's just going to be insane. And yeah. so I really, it's like, and it couldn't be any other way. This, yeah. Is, yeah. this is perfect. So it, it is my distinct pleasure. I've loved being able to do stuff with you guys, and fingers. It's it's been very <laughs> special <laughs> just to be able to be part of this the legacy that is UP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we good? are we doing a little something here? What's going on here? Did you just kiss my hand? Lane just kissed each of this our hands individually. And again, this is exactly why you have to subscribe you gotta, to YouTube. <laughs> you got to be unexpected. You got to be unexpected. Um, uh, yes. Goodness. Well, so we, here's what we can kind of do. We we got a lot of stuff. This is it's it's nice that this chapter is shorter. Hmm. Although I I would not say uneventful. Um, I had kind of forgotten too how many times it, you know, people get on Peter Jackson. Man, there are so many endings to that movie. And I'm reading this. I'm like, even just in this chapter, there are quite a few places you go. Okay, well that's the end. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the end. All right. right. Well, the, you know, the passing of the book, the uh, even before that, the restoration of the Shire. You know, yeah. you didn't have yeah. to keep going. Yeah. Passing. Thank you. Thank you. And that's it, guys. Remember <laughs> to subscribe, uh, <laughs> like, leave a comment, and we'll see you next time. No. Um, but uh, so anyway, it's nice that we can kind of take a little time before too, as well. So, um, as you've been doing well. Yeah, I've been doing good. Yeah, it's great. We're gonna we're gonna spend all this time talking about Joe uh, yeah. because he's Gosh. the man. And yep. um, but we just uh, I feel like I just saw you last night. Yeah, I think we I think we recorded last recorded. night. Recorded. Is yeah. this the fastest turnaround we've ever had? Absolutely. Without doing back to back. Well, unless we were planning on doing like a but yeah. yeah. This was yeah. this was not this was uh, unexpected, which is fitting. I need a new word. As often as I can, I'm going <laughs> to weave it in. <laughs> I'm sorry. And if I could say full circle and, and, and you know, ring symbolism, anywhere I could throw that in, I'm going to. So. Nate would like if you said to completion, I think, probably. To completion. Our buddy Nate Muller. That's yeah. where we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, not yet. We'll say that for the end. We're, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're there. The we're, work is never done, my friend. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, so, but, yeah, let's – I mean, so, actually, I think Joe kind of said – I don't know where you want to go with this, but, I mean – on the way down here, but before we get into everything else, uh, he had thoughts on previous chapters. We had thoughts yeah. on. Yeah. Um, uh, 
So, so yeah, so we can do drop and eaves if you want. Uh, talk news. about the Amazon show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we could even talk about other corners of Middle Earth. You talked about um, some interest in that Gollum game. So we'll I'll lead us through here. We'll we'll, okay. we'll get to all that, that stuff. Um, so the Amazon show. Uh, check our last episode for most recent news. Unless they've started filming in the amount of time that it takes to upload this between when we've recorded it or not. You know, we talked about the possibility that New Zealand is pretty clear. From uh, COVID nineteen, uh, they've handled it really well, and they've been able to kind of eradicate it from the country um, uh, with with a really minimal loss of life. So the next question is: Well, does that mean that they're going to start testing actors, producers, directors, writers, and get them all back to New Zealand and start the show back filming again, so that they could, um, you know, obviously release this as soon as possible? Mm-hmm. We're thinking. Um, like fall of next year. So fall of 2021 is kind of the rumored projection date we've heard. So we got a little bit of time, still a year and a half, but not a lot of time if you think about it, To no. um, depending on how many uh, episodes are in season one. There was a report a long yeah. time ago. We talked about 22. 20? Yeah. I don't think – I think if they filmed two and took a break and they were planning a hiatus anyway, I think it's going to be more like 10. Right. I think 22 almost kind of seems ridiculous now. Um, that's like a sitcom. That's like The Office has 22 episodes yeah, in a season. Right. Not like you know Game of Thrones or right. Westworld or like um, more uh, of what the genre we're talking about. So and we don't even know how long episodes would be. I'm guessing maybe an hour. Um, yeah. But anyway, mm-hmm. so um, they, yeah. So anyway, that's what that's projected when it will, will come out next next fall. Um, so do you know the premise? It's going to be in the second age. Mm-hmm. We've heard, and that's really about all we know. We've had some castings that are revealing. Um, mm. Galadriel is confirmed. Ooh, who's playing Galadriel? Uh, what is her name? Morf- mm. Morfrid. I can look it up. Ah, Morfin? yeah, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know her. Um, I I've know never that seen... Sauron was cast, correct? Or... Well, that's kind of debatable. He hasn't been announced. Ah. Uh, but there are a couple actors that could play Anatar slash Sauron. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. No, yeah. But but we don't necessarily know which one of them will be. They've been incredibly secretive. Mm-hmm. So I guess really, like, what would you want to see out of the show? Um, what are you excited for? We actually had a conversation about staying kind of ignorant to stuff. Yeah. Intentionally. So, yeah. yeah. So I, um, you know, cards on the table. I feel a little bit of a poser. I have not read all of... The Lord of the Rings. I love that you're saying this. Yeah. Um, I you're not actually, a poser. I'm. I, well, you know, I, I, I am. You're a an fan. impersonator, but you're not a. No, I. So, I do not know as much of the history stuff that would have taken place in the Second Age because all of neither do I. The Lord of the Rings takes place during the Third Age, I believe. Yeah. Um, and the end of this book is the end of the third age, right? I believe. Um, I just wanted to sound like I knew. No, that was right. good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you're correct. Um, and so, uh, you know, I honestly, I love the movies. That's sort of the foundation of my knowledge of the Tolkien verse. Um, and I would love to see that world expanded upon on the screen. Um, I love the possibilities of the Tolkien universe expanded in a TV series. Yes. I think it opens up a lot more possibilities of stuff that they can do. They can go into more depth with certain things that you're not, you know, limited to with a movie. Like, obviously, the movies are amazing, 
But with the platform of TV series, there's just a lot more that you can do. You're not as restricted to time. Yes. And um, I personally, like Lane was talking about, um, with some things, I intentionally try to stay away from any sort of spoilers or news or anything like that on movies or TV series that I'm really excited about because I think it makes the initial viewing of that experience that much more satisfying when you go into it completely Spoiler free. Yeah. Yeah. So I really, the only things that I know are just a few snippets that I've heard. I haven't actively looked stuff up. I love that. Uh, because honestly, if it wasn't wasn't for the podcast, I don't think I would be, I don't think, I think I would have the same exact path. Yeah. Um, And even though we're talking about this kind of stuff, I am going to stay as... I'm not going to obsess over it. Yeah. And I think that's fine, too, if that's if, not obsess over it, but um, I don't know, actively pursue the knowledge, actively pursue the stories. That's that's great, too. I think we need people, we need uppers, we need friends that are doing that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, though, um, we'll talk about it on the podcast. I'll look it up in between. If someone notifies us of something, I'll look into it. But I also want to recapture that feeling. I think what you're talking about, too, is recapturing that feeling of going into the theater yeah. and discovering. Oh yeah, and being like, "What it?" Like I, I have a feeling that there'll be an aspect of that that comes alive when I see the show. I'll be like, "All right, wow. Well, yeah. I need to know. I want to know more." And from there, you'll yeah. And from oh, there, yeah. it's it's a great spark. And and we've oh, been talking is. about um like younger Tolkien fans. Yeah, and kids, kids who are coming into Middle Earth for the yeah. first time. And we yep. talked. We've been speaking about how this show for them could be what the movies were oh my for us. Like the Bakshi film was for others who were older than us. Yes. Like the books were when there were no um, you know, um, adaptations. Mm. So that's exciting too because the fandom will increase yeah. um, and you'll have kids and you'll have adults. I mean, there's some adults who have never seen Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. who might watch the show and go, wow, right. all right, got to give those movies a try. I thought it was just kind of goofy and ridiculous. Yeah. If it's like this, I'm in, man. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I like um, like one of the Bywaters from a few episodes back, the guy had talked about that feeling of going to the midnight premieres and just the rush that That's exists. That's you all over. You oh, love that I, I, I did that for all of them. Me, I was like in, I think when Fellowship came out, I, I think I was in eighth grade or freshman year, and I remember going with a group of my friends, and I was like, this is amazing. There's yeah. like this rush that comes with like a premiere that you're like, oh, this is awesome. And I think it'll be cool. <laughs> it'll be a little bit of a different feel in the format of a TV series, but we can have like watch parties. Yes. Like oh, yeah. That yep. will still be just as exciting to me. And just, yes. oh, man, I'm psyched. And I'm excited that, uh, you know, you're talking, touching on that earlier. The, the fact that TV shows, you get a little more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Movies, it's like, well, with, with, Lord of the Rings, it's three hours, three and a half hours, but it's boom. That's once a year for a couple of years, and then it's done. Right. You know, yeah. um, so a TV show, and that's what one of the rumors at, at the very beginning. I don't think it was a rumor; it was just kind of like they didn't know what 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 they were going to do exactly. But was a Lord of the Rings TV show adaptation, and at uh, first I was like, "Oh, come on!" Yeah. And then I started thinking, "Hold on a minute, you could do six seasons because there's six books, uh-huh. and every chapter could be an episode." Ooh. And then you could get into the nitty gritty. You could really, oh, yeah, like Tom get, Bombadil could get make to know an Tom Bombadil. Uh-huh. You could actually uh-huh. do the sco- uh, the scouring of the Shire justice. Oh, um, man, yeah. 
just all the little things that get kind of lost. Uh, Hanberry Han, you could throw in there and actually get to discover uh, the the Druidon. Um, yeah, so just little things that you read the book and you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But I'm looking forward to that experiencing that through the Silmarillion. I think that'll be really really cool and yeah. drive us to read and bring more kids along as well. Oh yeah. Um, oh, that's great. That's beautiful stuff. Now. Mm. Other corners of Middle Earth, we recently talked about a Gollum video game. And oh, we man. this got us into a conversation. We were sitting here grilling meats, and we were giddy as schoolboys. Oh, yeah. my God. Getting yep. ready to open a brand new game and crack open the uh, PS, whatever it was, like one or two when we were kids. Oh, yeah. And play something brand new. So this Gollum video game, we don't know much about. There have been some, some concept artwork released as well as some comments and teases on what how the game is gonna be um, like the, the 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 format I guess of the of the video game. So, but you we were talking about how it's gonna be hit or miss, but either way it's intriguing. Oh yeah. How what are your feelings on the potential of this Gollum game? So based on what you guys were talking about a couple episodes ago, um, I the type of game that it is not like a campaign game like Battle for Middle Earth yes. or stuff like that. If it's like a one-player sort of adventure mode sort of game, that's my forte. Those are the kind of games I like. I love those kind of games. I love the idea of having a storyline that is adaptable based on the decisions that you make. Mm. Almost like a choose-your-own-adventure sort yeah, of Yeah, the, the books almost where you yeah. choose your own ending and exactly. then that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. And to really go in-depth with the just intriguing character that is Smeagol. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'm just, I am so excited about this, but also taking an original take. Yes. Like, from what you guys were saying. It won't be based on the film. No. It's going to be based mostly on the book, but there's going to be a lot of flexibility yeah. and storyline can change and you're going to be shocked, you're going to be scared. Yeah. Yeah. Oh I I think, I also, I agree, man, the potential is 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 huge. So you're going to play this when it comes out. I am. Yeah. I, like, I was, we were joking earlier, I might start, like, a Twitch account and just, like, <laughs> Come on. review the game in Smeagol voice. Like, <laughs> why is drink this precious? That's a really bad <laughs> impression, but you catch my drift. I it, It'll be, it'll be fun. I that sounded actually like Bilbo Baggins impersonating Gollum. Oh, that's precious. Is that what you were going for? Because yeah, that's yeah, perfect. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It actually kind of sounded like Joe Lewis impersonating Bilbo Baggins, impersonating Gollum. Wow. That was actually wow. what I was going for. Wow. That's tough. You Very got meta. something there, bro. Like triple, you yeah. got something the triple impression. <laughs> Three layers. Goodness. Impression precious. Um, wow, that did not sound like Gollum or Smeagol. All right. Um, that's awesome, dude. Uh, and we yeah. were also talking about like video games from the past. Do you have any other Lord of the Rings games that you played? And so, because we're also, oh, man. this is a little, little teaser. When we get into The Hobbit, we plan on having... Um, Ezra's great friend Matt Brady on, yeah, yeah. and he's a huge gamer. He mm. he actually even has a, a gaming podcast called Box Trick. Oh, nice! And yeah. he he's expressed interest in wanting to come on and, and just he's like, Les, I just want to ask Lane what Lord of the Games, what Lord of the Rings games he was into, because I I played, I mean I played uh, Fellowship of the Ring. It's my mm. favorite. Uh, was a Vivendi games I think it was and it was based on the books right uh, yes. not based on the movies. Then at the same time, Two Towers was released, which was an EA game mm-hmm. based on the films. Actors' voices used, yes. music yeah, yeah. from the yeah. movie, movie clips, and at that point, I don't think any games had done that. It no. was groundbreaking. Viggo Mortensen voicing Aragorn and narrating it, like it was wow. legit. Um, unlockable characters, yeah, interviews that you could unlock. Uh, Return of the King was the same way. It wasn't as good in my opinion. Return mm. of the King was really good too. 
um, Battle for Middle Earth, where it was real time strategy. If you like Age of Empires and you like Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. Battle for Middle Earth came out. There are even a couple of those, and then now you've got new ones that are. Uh, there are a couple in between. Aragorn's Quest was yeah. a more child friendly one, also featuring Sean Astin's voice as Sam okay. telling a story about the King of Gondor, Aragorn coming back and visiting the Shire and, and having a party and, and giving mm-hmm. his blessing. And it was just like a quest where you leveled up Aragorn. Yeah. Um, haven't played it. I would like to. I think, but. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't have time right now. But um, and then even more recently, like the Shadow of of Mordor games. Yes, which I've heard amazing. They games. are. I I have one of them. I am terrible at it, so I it's not. Uh, it's kind of hard to play. But it features you know the um I can't remember the main character's name, which is terrible. But Celebrimbor is in it. Uh, one of the the Elven ringsmiths. Oh yeah. So and he's he's in. I the, couldn't believe this when he told yeah, me. Yeah, he's I, in I wraith like, form. What? So there's like some lore hidden in there, and I don't know. See, I, I don't know it well enough to know that what's if what's presented in the game is is um, close to what's in the book. I'm, mm. I'd imagine it'd have to be if they released it and, 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 we're, and we're calling it Shadow of Mordor. But yep. all these different games. So was there one that, even The Hobbit, do you remember The Hobbit? I do. That was based on the book that yes. was also more kind of childlike, but I loved that game. So is there one from the annals that you could say, wow, that was the best Lord of the Rings game I ever um, played? I owned uh, on GameCube... The Come best of all the systems. <laughs> yep. yeah, yeah. It's only slightly sarcastic. You even There's had a handle, right? Didn't good. it have a handle that it you could pick it up handle, by? Yeah. <laughs> and that intro, that do 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 Oh, yeah. So cool. Anyway, so cool. I had Two Towers and Return of the King based <laughs> on the movies. And like you were saying, I love those games. Yeah. I yep. love that they use the original voice actors. I'm super into voice acting. And anytime they can take a game that's based off the movies and get the original actors yes. to... Like to yes. lend their voices yeah. to the video game, like it's so credible, and that's the other thing too, right? You see a movie and you're like, man, how do I get more of this? Yeah. Uh, apart from dressing up and going to these places and acting, like how do I get? It's playing a video game, exactly. And the cool thing about those games too, they even they even had access to Weta and all of their set design because Return oh, of the King they developed wow. before the movie came out. That's right. Okay. And Two Towers was kind of a similar way, so they had access to hey, what's Helm's Deep going to look like? Yeah. Hey, what's um. You know, uh, what's what's Minas Tirith? What's the Battle of Pelennor Fields going to look like? So they they had access to that stuff that they were developing mm-hmm. to make the game seamless in oh in the gosh, in the movie yeah. as well. So 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 much fun. So I enjoyed those yes, a yeah, lot. Yeah, I love being able to play the different characters and even I think I mean you could do multiple players in the mission mode. Yeah, there's multiplayer. Which there aren't a ton of games that allowed yeah, that. Yeah, and it wasn't. I mean, it had a few kinks because it was an older system. But it played pretty smoothly. Yeah. So, yeah, I love those games. Great games. Great games. That's awesome. Wow. Um, is that what you want? Oh, we okay, hold right, hands. Right. We hold hands again. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> as we left out, reach your stick over here. I'll see you guys. Your staff. I'll see you guys. <laughs> Feel connected. Uh, I mean, I guess that really we're, we're kind of into the reread here. If you guys want to jump in, I mean, oh, we're, it, yeah, we're ready. I, I think the only thing you want to put it off some more. Or? Well, you know, maybe. Are you they, sad? Yeah. Um, well, so we're a two-parter. We'll, we'll go. Is your hat on your foot? Yeah, I, I just kind of, you know. You know why not? Just enjoying it. Hobbit head. What was the? Uh, did you have any thoughts though on 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 Homeward Bound or anything that you see? Or was that? Oh gonna yeah, sorry. Thank the, you. From the. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So. Or the, um, is that just going to come up as we go through the reread? Uh, so yeah, I mean, there were. We'll put that right there. Put it right here. Is that better? Mm, you know, we're eating, we're we eating want my that voice. Um, no, this is uh, 
my fiance will make fun of me because I make lists so I don't forget things because I'm oh. a very forgetful person. Okay. I have that list on my phone, which is over there. I can go grab it real no, quick. No, I, no, 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 it's fine. I wish fine. I, I take fine. this for granted. I'm, I'm going to interject. I'm no, sorry. you're fine. I'm going to paint a picture for for our uppers listening. I wish we had filmed what was going on when you first got here because <laughs> I take it for granted because you know you've been my friend so long, but. Like you truly are Bilbo Baggins. You he was guys, he was you can't see it, but you can imagine. If you've been to the the party, you know the backyard, but he was running up and down the sidewalk. Oh, I forgot something. Oh, let me get it real quick. And he was he was handing out gifts. Joe always brings he's like Ezra that way. He's a gift giver. And he was bringing gifts and he would come bring one to to me and he's oh, I forgot. And he was running back and getting it coming back and forth. So just like his the 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 true in the truest sense how I mean you're talking about making lists right and being yes. forgetful oh, yeah. and that kind of stuff and it's like you are Bilbo <laughs> my friend 110 percent so mm, that is quite the compliment I appreciate it no the a couple of the little things I'll just like from that and this can kind of come up organically however yeah. um yeah. the the baby <laughs> names I was excited about Vigo Joel uh, and yeah. Ruthie Louise. Ruthie Louise, yes, sir. Yep. Ruthie Louise, ah, just beautiful. Thank you, man. I have always loved Lane ever since uh, Crotch Fruit 1 has <laughs> yeah. said that if he has a boy, he's going to name him Vigo. Yeah. And I just, I love that. I love that so much. I don't think it's going to happen. So uh, uh, here's what I'm going to tell you. I, I'm, I think we're just a girl family. I see. So what I'm going to do, and I was like, you know what, like, this is going to sound really bad, but at some point I think maybe I'm just wanting a boy for the, just to name it Vigo. I you know I kind of wanted reason. that for you. Yeah, right, right. But also, but, I, you would be happy with the girl. Oh, 100 percent. I yeah. mean, at this point, I just keep keep bringing those. Those girls are so they're so like lovely. They're so wonderful. Um, they're adorable. But I, I think I'm gonna name a dog Strider. Ooh, to kind of there you go. I'll get the name out there. Yeah, I'll get a dog. I'll like name that. it Strider. Kind of like Frodo's uh, pony. Yeah. In yeah. this in this chapter, so yes. yeah. But it'll be it'll be a boy. I know it will. The the dog, <laughs> the, well that the or, baby. And you the, are sold I, on this. baby. I know it's up. going to be a boy. Man, dude. wow. Can, can I tell you what Winnie said? So I asked. I was uh, we were sitting there, and I said, Winnie, I was like, you know, uh, she said Sarah said something about her being pregnant, or where they were asking. Uh, she was asking Charlotte, where's um, where, where's the baby? The baby. Yeah. Yeah. And she would you know point to Sarah, or whatever. And I <laughs> I then asked Winnie. I was like, so I was like, wow, isn't that awesome? Your mommy's gonna have a baby, and you're gonna be a have, you're be another big, you know, big yeah, sister again, again and yeah. it's awesome. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what do you think it's gonna be, a boy or a girl? And she was like, boy and girl. It's gonna boy be a boy and girl. And girl. <laughs> she's, she's gone back and forth. She was hardcore boy for a while, and now she's started to be more. You know, I want a sister. I want another sister. Mm-hmm. But um, now so hold it's on. Funny she, she said boy. I'm thinking. Are we twins? No, I think we're past that. We've we've flown that coop. Uh, there's right. only one baby in there. You, thank goodness. Um, no Luke and Leia. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no, no twins. Uh, unexpected. That would be awesome. I'd be <laughs> like a two one. for one. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, <laughs> but Sarah's actually felt like boy too. She's like, I can't. This one just feels so. What did the ring different. test say? The, the ring test said girl. It said girl. I, I'm going with girl. that then because yeah. that was the ring test is legit. The, it's legit, and it predicted I've heard about Charlotte. That. Yeah. It's the ring test. So you, it can be any ring. You attach it to a string, okay, and you hold it over a woman's pregnant belly, mm-hmm. and you, if you hold it perfectly still, it will it will go in a circular spin. Yep, it's the creepiest thing ever. Or it will go back and forth. Back and forth means boy. Circular spin means girl. Interesting. And it was right for Charlotte. And everyone thought Charlotte was going to be a boy. We all we were like, "Oh, dude, this is going to be a boy," because Charlotte was so different inside of Sarah than when he was. And yeah. so we're like, "It's gonna." 
you know, the heart rate was, and everyone's like, the heart rate, you know, that's that uh, is an indicator of the gender. It's none of it's true, no. right? It's none of it's wives true. Tales. It's a wives' tale. Yeah. It's a husband's tale. Yeah, yeah. For crying out loud. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. That's uh, it's crazy. That's gonna be here before. I mean, here we go. Like three yeah. weeks or something like that. I know. Or tomorrow and then, maybe. It's amazing. Maybe. Like yeah. like we're <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't it's knock on some wood somewhere. I'm somewhere. Sweating. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. No. It's funny. Uh, yeah. I, I won't. This is not about having giving birth, so I won't talk about it here. But it's great seeing you guys with the girls. You know, um, mm. they they get to see Uncle Les all the time, and but every time they get to see you, Uncle Joe, they, they it's like you're so good with kids. Oh, thank that you. That they just any kind of you know kids when you see someone new or someone you haven't seen for a while, there's that little. Yeah. Wait, who is I'm trying to place you. Right. When can I act like myself, you know? Mm. But that's that's definitely um a much shorter there's a there's no learning curve there. Mm. It's like she they they opened up to you right away and remembered you and uh it's just cool to see. Like I yeah. I was doing something and they would rather have been with you guys than <laughs> either of us and it's like, yep, fun uncles. The mm. fun uncles. So yeah. All right, buddy. Are we into this chapter here? We're in, man. Are, Are we ready? Ooh, okay. See if I can balance You're all dead this. not to pick it up. Yeah, you've got. You can put your staff down. Um, actually, it's really helping me with my microphone. Actually, you know what? Before we start, uh, how about? Oh, okay. Since all right, let me do this real quick. I know I'm I'm dominating conversation. I'm gonna shut up here as soon as Ezra starts reading, and you two can can walk this one out. But Ezra is an amazing gift giver. Um, Always spoils us, gives us stuff he doesn't need to. You are the same way, my friend. I have a gift for you. Oh. All right. Uh, this there we go. Is, I'm intrigued. So you like hats, I is do. what you told me. I do. I'm a hat guy. Got a Dollar General bag here. Uh-oh. So go check that out on YouTube. Yeah. It's very you can classy. the uh, new Mountain Dew at Dollar General. Shameless plug. Oh. <laughs> Pinopoli. All right. <gasps> yes. A Lord of the Rings, Return of the King hat. Ooh. All for you. Wear it, my friend. Wear it proudly. Oh, my. And also, you left these at our house. <laughs> <laughs> I have been waiting since September to give those or back to you. You uh, so just. That's, and that's actually the last hat. Um, we did some of those for a giveaway, and I had one that I kept for myself, and I'm like, wow. I'm not going to appreciate this. Who's going to no. appreciate this? Oh, this is beautiful. I was like, Joe Lewis will appreciate this. He'll oh wear gosh, it all the dang right time. Now. That's what I'm talking about. Like Dude, it's nice. You look like Peter Jackson. I gotta say, it's such a nice. Yeah, actually, watching in 3D. Yeah, that's what he would do. That's perfect. So for uh, just those of you that are listening, I'm like a (laughs) six-year-old man, and buy sunglasses that fit over my glasses. And so I had left a pair at uh, the long-expected party back in September, and I had to. So this is perfect. Now I have them again, and they're great. They're great. My they my, might be a little broken, but I'm, I'm hoping they were like that we'll before. We'll have another pair, so this is a good okay. Package. Thank God. Okay, all right. Oof. I have one in my car and one in my fiance's car. There so it I is, can baby. Fully embarrassed. Unreal. Fully embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love. Thank that. you very much, my You're friend. Welcome, this is Bill beautiful. Joe. You're welcome. Thank you, ma'am. Wow, it's wow. awesome. All right, buddy. So here we go. Let's get into it. This is it. You ready? Woo! Let's say goodbye. I, I'm I'm gonna I there are parts in this where I'm gonna try not to cry. I'll oh, just say that. I think you just let it out. I'll let it out. Let it go. Um, <laughs> so just in recap, you know, we uh, the scouring of the Shire. My goodness, we had um, that was a packed chapter. That was packed, very packed. That was like an hour and a half chapter just in listening. This is like half an hour, so not nearly as long. Um, what did you say? Hour and a half? 
When I was listening to it, it's on audio. Wow. Yeah. It's wow. like an hour and 27 minutes. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. Yeah, and this is like 30 minutes. Yeah. It's just crazy. So, but yeah, we're in the Grey Havens. So, but last time, I think I just want to recap. I mean, we had, oh gosh, the Battle of Bywater. Yep. I mean, we, we lost some hobbits. Yeah. 19, I think. 19 Ooh, hobbits. Raised Can stone. you say all their names? Uh, they don't. They don't list them all. That, that, I wish they did. Are they listed in the in the in the appendices? They maybe? might be somewhere. They might be listed. Actually, gotta go look it up. I need to go see. Um, but I know that all the you know Shirelings were supposed to kind of remember them. Remember them. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Memorize their names and things. So, but uh, we got rid of Sharky. Um, Sharky could not believe how how for how all the the forgiveness that Frodo had. And uh, goodness gracious, Wormtongue is even given another chance there to kind of like leave Saruman. Yeah. But Saruman is um, remind lets them know that he was the one who killed Lotho. Just unbelievable. Mm. It's un- unbelievable. So that chapter was wild. Now this chapter, so this starts off. Um, so we find out at the beginning of last chapter, Joe, that like the the old, the mayor uh, th- that the mayor had been. Oh yeah, yeah. Woodfoot. Yeah, he had been taken in. He had been thrown in the lock holes. Oh, jeez. Right? So um, uh, several people had been. This was this was crazy. And uh, they decide then, Fre- Frodo decides to go down to Mickle Delving and to release the prisoners from the lock holes. One of the first that they had found was poor Frediger Bulger, fatty no longer. Fatty no longer. <laughs> fatty no longer. <laughs> he had been taken when the ruffians smoked out a band of rebels. Now, I was talking to Lane, and I thought this was kind of interesting, that I I remember when we first started in Fellowship that I, I asked the question. We One of the things that you asked me is, like, we talked about what why why um, why Fatty didn't go. Yeah. Why Fatty didn't go on this adventure. And they yeah. kind of say to him, like, would have been better if he had. Would have been better if he just came with us. Because yep. he really suffered. I mean, he was thrown in those lock holes for a long time. Yeah. Fatty no longer. Fatty yeah. no longer. <laughs> How terrible would that be if that was your nickname? I mean, it would no it'd be both like guys, a compliment. Guys, guys. Formerly also, fatty. Guys, I'll, say this, I'll fatty. say this now. Can, can, once I finish my, my ketosis journey at the end of the summer, can we start <laughs> calling me <laughs> Fatty no longer? <laughs> it's my friend Ez. He also goes by Fatty no longer. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, that's my rap name. That's like, the artist so, formerly known as Fatty. <laughs> so <laughs> you've got Rebecca Robney, right? Who does who has these rap battles? Roto Swaggins, yeah. Roto Swaggins. Yep. So I game on. Like it, here's here's my introduction to <laughs> Fatty. No longer <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> the rapper. I need to go. I need to get better at my rapping. Notorious F A T. Anyways, oh I love gosh. Fatty. I don't know why I've Fatty's always really awesome. liked. Um, in the beginning, you know, we didn't want to leave the Shire back in yeah. Fellowship. And so for us to go back and see him, and I really was just, it makes you so happy because you kind of forget. You're like, fatty letter rebellion. Yeah. Let me, yeah. Let me be clear on that. Yeah. So yeah. he had been taken when the ruffians smoked out a band of rebels that he led from their hidings. Crazy, huh? He led this. Crazy. It's, and it's like a footnote almost. It's like, yeah. well, by the way, you know, I mean, fatty was also a rebel. He was right, leading yeah. leading hobbits. So, so again, that also kind of informs last chapter, too. We, we didn't really get a... a comprehensive look at any kind of uprisings that happened mm-hmm. right we knew that lobelia was pretty mad we learned that a couple hobbits you know would put up um would would cause a fuss with with uh, all the restrictions and everything but we didn't know that there to the extent that there was there were groups of people yeah. who challenged what was going on and the 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 big bosses and uh right. lotho up at bag end and uh yeah so this this is 
This cool. is crazy to learn. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 interesting because you had the Tooks who definitely were ready to rebel. Sure. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. You know. And and and, and uh, yeah. And then and then to have Fredericker and then just I think it was Robin in the last chapter who kind of said uh, that they were ready for this. Yeah. You yeah. know that it was past time. They needed just. Literally, they needed Mary's horn sounding, the horn of Rohan, just to wake everybody up. They raised yeah. the Shire. The man they got after Called it, arms. Who you know, it was great. It was great. It was really good. Um, but, yeah, so we're, we're, we get him out of there. And mm-hmm. <laughs> this, this um, well, Bill Joe knows about this. This The banter between hobbits is just yeah. unreal. You know? Oh, yeah. Right? I love it. I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> he's talking to, to Mary and Pippin, and he's just – you could, they're they're helping him out, right? And I yeah. pictured this, and he was just like, as they're as they're talking to him, um, when they say you would have done better to come with us, uh, and that's Pippin saying that he had opened an eye and he tried gallantly to smile. Who's this young giant with a loud voice? <laughs> he whispered, <laughs> "Not little Pippin. What's your size and hats now? Like, yeah. I mean, of all the things to say coming how, out of how like, big's that head, baby? Right? Yeah. How big? Yeah. You got yeah. a big head now." You know, uh, who's this giant? This giant. Yeah. Who, I mean, and seriously. I, know. Right? I mean, It's that end draft, man. That, that end draft yeah. makes yes. you grow. It's crazy. Yes. Isn't that funny? I, I had that. I don't think I ever brought it up, but I had that kind of underlined last chapter. Um, must have been because we recorded late at night or something. But it's funny how even that, that was like Treebeard, maybe unintentionally, probably unintentionally, but him preparing those two hobbits for coming back and yeah. knowing that mm-hmm. these hobbits are a little bit bigger. They're gonna be a little more intimidating. Yeah. They're gonna more hobbits are gonna rise up and follow them. They're gonna be big and strong like Ents. And these normally jovial, quiet creatures are going to be able to reclaim their homeland just as we have. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just a cool connection to Treebeard and the Ents. It is. Um, you know, and how how uh those hobbits are in the list now, man. They're in those lists for yeah, the ants. Like, are. how they, cool is that? That's and because right. of those two hobbits, you know, those two that are now larger than life almost. And mm-hmm. I wish we got a little more of that in the movies. I feel like we don't. They don't really don't, get taller, do they? No, yeah, no, there's right? a little deleted scene in the append, uh, in the extended edition where you get that, but it's that they're like drinking from. Yeah, they're drinking yeah. the end draft, and like yeah. Treebeard catches them. Is like, what are you doing? And but uh, even just the sense that they're larger than life now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that that's a little bit. It wasn't a focus for the film because you didn't you couldn't dedicate time to it. But yeah. I'm glad it's in the books because it informs those characters. It helps us see them in a different light. Shows growth. Um, yes, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. and uh, shows how they can become, or shows why. I think maybe the first few times I, I read Lord of the Rings, I was like, "Oh well, yeah, they become leaders. They become the the mayors and the you know all these things, the leaders of the Shire." I guess that makes sense, but they earned it. Yeah, it wasn't just because they won on this quest. It actually had nothing to do with it. It's because right. mm-hmm. they came back and and uh, were renowned. Yeah, um, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Now this next part, what, I want to see what you guys think about this. So. Mm-hmm. I thought this was something else. So Lobelia, who is at the start of the story, you know, we're not as fond of Lotho and Lobelia and these this group of you know hobbits here. Um, who are feel Bagginses who, who from Hobbit? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Who are interested in in Bagend? Um, and so she's like greeted with applause when Frodo brings her out. Yeah, you know, and that and, was really the primary reason we didn't like them, right? Is because Bilbo didn't like them. The, yeah. You know, like Bilbo was annoyed by him, and so we're like, well, we don't like him either because Bilbo doesn't. Right, right. Yeah. And and really, you know, it, it, it turns out maybe they were a, d- a different demeanor and sure. ambitious and, and things like that. But Lobelia walks out here, and she is greeted by clapping and cheering. Yeah. And it's like the 
the reason that's cool is because she's she's never been greeted by this before, yeah. and she's lost a lot, actually. But she was standing up for what was right when she was taken in. Yeah, true. You know, and yeah. she was inquiring, trying to tr- trying to basically um, stop these ruffians from from uh, whatever they were doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she's she's really so yeah. I don't, she's seen as almost as a hero, and then the oh, gosh, the image of Frodo. Yeah, and her walking. Yeah, it's like she's with Frodo. This I think amazing that's, that's something else. So. And it's almost another way that Frodo is helping heal the Shire, right? Bring, oh, yeah. Bringing people together. Uh, yep. Yeah. So this is pretty neat. So she she never, um, she had never in her life been popular before, but she she that. was crushed. Yeah. yeah. Crushed by the news of Lotho's murder. And she would not return to Bag Inn. She gave it back to Frodo and went to her own people, the great uh, the brace girdles of Hardbottle. Um, it says that, I think it's just a little bit over a year later, right? Next spring, she yeah, does. Yeah, that um, that she passes away. She was. Tolkien well calls her a poor creature. The poor creature, you yeah. know. So the like a sympathetic way of, of yeah, yeah, looking at Lobelia. It yeah. is amazing. It is amazing. Even the writing style. I think of how Tolkien treated Lobelia changes from the beginning of the book to now. Yeah, That's right. And That's right. Uh, intentionally, for sure, right, to show that. Like within the context of of everything they went through together, those little squabbles that they may have had within their families. Were meaningless. It's a shift in perspective. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And the Shire is better because of it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's crazy too, and you you see what simply just a cheer and her giving back bag end and what she had done was so she was moved to a person who was instead of trying to acquire and gain something, she was giving at the end of her life. Yeah. Giving and she gave back. I think she set up. Um, uh, homeless yeah. charity for hobbits. Yeah. There you go. Hobbit homelessness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that awesome? That is yeah. so epic. That's awesome. And so that feud was ended. For sure it was. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I thought that was, that's neat. Things be, things are changing. And also kind of fitting because she wanted Bag End so bad, right? Mm. That she may have considered herself homeless at times. Like that was her that was her home that she wanted. Yeah. And that she ended up, you know, giving giving that uh, support to hobbits who had lost their homes and all this stuff. Um, yeah. Right. Pretty cool, man. Now, let me ask you a question. What do you, uh, Frodo doesn't seem to want to take any position of power. Yeah. He does take a position as a deputy. Out of a favor, Ford, almost, or right? necessity. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yep. While he's recovering, right? I think that's mm-hmm. why. Do you think, Bill Joe, that he would, if he would have run for mayor... Do you think oh, they, ooh, this is a good question. Right? Do you think they would have given it to him? I mean, I, like, what do you think? I See, part of me thinks that they would have given it to him out of a sense of obligation. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as we go along a little bit later on in the chapter, it seems like he kind of gets overlooked a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I think some of that's because he doesn't seek out the attention that he deserves. That's right. Um, you know, that's a great point. I think, yeah. Um, it would be something where it might be something where Sam or Marion Pippin would be like, he is deserving of this, and the, he would need sort of a recommendation by other people to be like, these are all his accomplishments. He should run for mayor because Frodo wouldn't actively seek it out. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's also because he. Um, that's I like. I didn't even think about that. that's that's. Spot on, and I, I'm thinking as you're talking about that. I wonder if that's because we look at Sam, Mary, and Pippin, and how they were greatly changed and strengthened. Mm-hmm. We look at Frodo, and how this still leaves scars 
torments him, yeah. ramifications. He's getting sick twice a year, like deathly sick, yeah. seeing things that aren't there in a world afar. So how much of that do you think, you know, like, he probably wouldn't have been as much fun to be around. Yeah. People probably wouldn't have looked at him as, wow, look at what that journey did to Frodo. Wow. They'd say, that journey that, you know, look at what that journey did to Frodo. Exactly. You know, it's it, taken it, a lot from him. And we don't want to We don't want to bother him with that. Or, um, I don't know if he's fit to be mayor. I mean, yeah. you know, that's just my opinion as a noble, a little, you know, a little humble hobbit. But So I wonder if that was kind of a, uh, you're right, though. I, I don't think without... Because I my immediate answer would be yeah of course of course they would elect him but then right. I'm like maybe not no when you read the nuances of this chapter right. like we would elect him we'd be like Frodo for president that's right? right yeah but when when we read this chapter we realize that he is kind of sort of forgotten mm-hmm. um not not in not even a way that that Bilbo was right there was fascination with Bilbo yeah like he's crazy he's mad old Baggins but what's going on up there like mm-hmm. there's something crazy about him it seems like in the shadow of Sam, you know, saving the integrity physically of the Shire. Yeah. And Mary and Pippin just being these larger than life hobbits akin to the old Took, mm-hmm. that it's like, oh yeah, there's Frodo. I forgot. Like, and that's the irony of it too, yeah. right? That Frodo was the one who completed this quest. It was his journey, and he's the one who gets overlooked. Mm-hmm. And it's even further ironic that Frodo doesn't really care. Yeah. That's not why he did it. Come on. He saved it for others, right? Yeah. Like, and he knew even in the beginning. You know, Gandalf told him like, "This is gonna change you. It's it it's um, you might not come back. Like we just." And then as the the journey progressed, too, he had more of a realization of that. But it's just nuts. Like so, yeah, yeah he should be, but he probably wouldn't have been. I mean, can we talk about j- just just acknowledge? I guess how many people in in our world, and just in general, I don't care whether fantasy world, whatever this world, whatever. That are those heroes. They did great things. Mm-hmm. They'll never say a word about it. Yeah. No one knows about it. Unsung heroes. It's yeah. un. That's what Frodo. It's 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 great to me. It's it's one of the things. I'm being dead serious. That my mom used to talk about all the time is that. Isn't that such an awesome? Like that's where you have to have sort of like that inner voice to kind of speak to yourself. That like, I know. What, what what I have to do And you're right Lane's exactly right And, and so are you Bill Joe this is, Here we go So this is basically Frodo gave up The Shire He gave up everything So that they could gain it Yeah I mean that's it It's Ultimate unbelievable sacrifice Yeah And it's So it's like I I, I kind of was mixed on I was like Well I Because yeah I would Mayor for sure Absolutely mm-hmm. Deputy I mean they definitely know He's a part of this group But the guys who are when you when you look back at the last chapter at the Battle of Bywater, Frodo doesn't say much. Mm-hmm. Never takes his sword out. Nothing. Um, all he does is encourage, rush around and try to say. He he stops hobbits from getting too angry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a reminder. Yeah, he acts as a healer and not as exactly. he isn't. He doesn't present himself in like a uh, like stereotypical powerful. That's right. Right stance. Yeah. yeah. His power was in this small. Still voice, if you will. Power yeah. of pity. Yes, power right. of right. Having yep. grace and mercy yep. and things. And so that is it's it's just unbelievable. Well, we it, even we even saw groups of hobbits, sorry not to interrupt, yeah. but we saw groups of hobbits disagreeing with him. Kill him. What are you that's crazy? Right. He's a murderer. That's right. Kill that's him. Right. That's Frodo's right. saying no, no. So it's like it is one of those truly great leaders where they do the right thing 
even when a lot of people go, what is he crazy? Right? Yeah. Is he nuts? Is it, she is she insane? Like you know. The, the great thing in this story is you may you, you could have a story where Frodo is the hero that Frodo is, but doesn't have a Sam who will tell his story. Yeah. And that so what makes us so happy and what makes us such an emotional ending is that I still see Sam in the Shire telling this tale. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it, that makes me so happy. Yes. I'm just like, and you yeah. know, and you know, Mary and Pippin are singing songs about them. Yes, oh, of they course. are. When they're Crick Hollow, and they got all their Hobbit ladies, and they're drinking drinks, and they're the up on tables. Dragon, Who knows yeah. what they're doing? Who knows how they're using the showers? I don't right. know. Right. Or the baths. Sorry. Crick Hollow. There's lots yep. of conspiracies going on, but you know they're bringing up. <laughs> man, you know who would love this? Frodo. Frodo, Frodo the Nine Fingered. Yeah. He was a true hero. Yeah. You think we're big stuff? Let us tell you about the one who ensured this peace. Right. Mm-hmm. And who right. restored this place. Yeah. So, anyways, I just kind of thought it's interesting. It's something to think about. It'll be a recurring theme in this. Yeah. But um, so, as we move along here, though, um, so Frodo is deputy for a bit to help out uh, Whitfoot there. Mary and Pippin, though, were left with kind of uh, dealing with those other ruffians. So that's sort of left to them, which I thought was pretty cool. They're yeah. the biggest, strongest. They're running around, full know. of energy, ready to go. That's right. Go hunt them down. Get them yep. out. That's right. Um, the Southern gang, after hearing the news of the Battle of Bywater, they fled out of the land and offered little resistance to the Thane. <laughs> I love that they that called awesome. the I Thane. Know. I know, man. <laughs> oh, it's just great. It's so awesome. Because what does that even do? Does that title stick or is that just, it's their claim, right? It's like you said, yeah. the, like almost like the Scottish yeah. clans where they're, they're claiming, uh, you know. It would be really interesting to look up how that, well, and I, dude, I wonder if there is a link to Scotland there because now that maybe this is just Billy, but like. Do do um do the Tooks do they have a Scottish accent? Because Billy does, Pippin does. Okay, maybe. Like I wonder, I wonder what yeah. his what his what idea, yeah, yeah, like his idea of the different farthings if they were oh, styled after they different people yeah, I, I of got Britain. You. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. That'd be interesting to look that up, would wouldn't be. it? Yeah. Well, because he retains his accent. That's the thing. I know, he and the other have. ones. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, right. He could have spoken in an English accent, and he yeah. didn't. Yeah. Speaking of which, this young man has met Billy as well. I have. That's wild. So I met him. Little side in, stories. We're talking about the Thane. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think it was in Cincinnati, either Cincinnati or Columbus, and I have him holding the pipe. This pipe. This pipe. I have. Oh. I had one of my pipe. Or I had two of my. Pipes. Is that why you brought this? Uh, yeah, that and to smoke it. But yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I have a picture framed that's uh, in my house. Of me and Billy both holding um, one of my pipes, and so now every time I smoke out of that pipe, I'm like, "This is a pipe that Billy held." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you? Um, did you get to talk to him a little bit? I did a little bit. Wasn't he like the nicest? He's so kind. Movie star you could imagine. He just you could tell that he goes to cons not for some like feeling of obligation but because he enjoys it yeah i was he loves blown. connecting with that's his fans the, that's the perfect way to describe it i think maybe i've been reaching for that exact explanation yeah. for years like that that's exactly how he made us feel he made oh, us yeah. feel like hey i'm here because i appreciate that you are a fan of what i do yeah and not because i think i'm a big deal or his just his demeanor is so i was gonna sound i don't know any other word attractive magnetic like oh, yeah. it just like I would want to be if I was an actor, I would want to be friends with Billy Boyd. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Like he's just 
a I solid would, dude. I would love to have been in this movie solely so I could hang out yeah, with w- the hobbits. Yeah, Yo, yeah. Like, how totally. awesome oh, would yeah. that be? Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of those guys, I remember, like... And they wish they could be us to hang out with us. They do. Well, well, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, they'd yeah. never admit it. Right, what, Sean? Right, well... <laughs> We'll ask him. We'll ask him. We'll cut this up and, and we'll make a clip. And Sean, quit rolling in the in the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we that go. We good. saw that one dying before it. <laughs> um, no, but uh, you know, like like in talking to Billy, I was already like you're already in love with his character. You're already oh, in love yeah. with that. Yeah. Whatever. And then I, you see him in other in, in other things, and you think he's such a. Like, the spirit that he communicates on the screen, you're like, guys, oh, this is awesome. When we met him, though, I then wanted to look up, what else are you into? Yeah. Like, he's that type of guy who yeah. he really... He's a musician. Like, I'm he's into a, he's whatever. an artist. He's yeah. an artist. He's, he he's got a band wrote, and everything. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this. He wrote the Stuart of Gondor song in Return of the King, I think. Or at least the music to it. The music, yes. Yes. Because yeah. it is okay. a song in the in the book. Yeah. But yes, he... And Peter Jackson the, approached So he wrote the melody said, and everything. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That's wow. Awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, he's... he's Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful man. Yeah, he's very man. talented. Yeah. Just man. a beautiful voice. Anyway, a little side sidebar yep. there. Sorry. So he's the Thane. Billy is awesome. He's he the is the Thane. He's, he's the Thane. Um, all right. So now... This was interesting. Um, there's a bit here just about like they're they're using the old bricks to kind of sure up. They're they're rebuilding the you know the, yeah. the hobbit holes and things like that. Um, the big thing though is well, let me make sure I'm not missing it here. Yeah. Um, oh, they, they they're deciding on what to name that. Uh, yeah. You know they're 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 renaming <laughs> things. Bagshot Row. They've got to figure out what to do there. So they're they got new gardens. Um, I did like the irony in calling it that like the. So the new row, the right? new row, yeah. That, that, that hobbits called it Sharky's End. Yeah, Sharky's End. It's yeah. also like where he died. Where he you died, know, it's yeah. like it's great. It's a great <laughs> right. street name, but it's also you it's know double this. meaning there. So it was a purely Bywater joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. Uh, let's see here. Let me flip the page. Um, oh goodness, make sure there's no. There we go. Um. Oh, this is the tree, the bit with the trees. Yeah, yes. this is this is where Sam is going to go out, and he he gets uh, uh you know busy for a bit, oh, and I'm so, I'm uh, sorry, huh? He's going to get busy for a bit. He hasn't married Rosie yet, has he? Oh no, yeah, oh boy, oh wow, caught me off guard there. Uh, no, 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 I didn't mean that. Oh, okay, all right. Busy doing, he has a task to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you, I got you. Uh, so I so knew the, I'd see you again. <laughs> the trees were the worst, lost uh, and damaged. For at Sharky's bidding, they had been cut down recklessly far and wide over the Shire, and Sam grieved over this for more than anything else. Yeah. For one thing, this hurt would take a long time to heal, and only his great-grandchildren, he thought, would see the Shire as it ought to be. Yeah. So, he remembers this gift from Galadriel. Maybe it won't be as long, you know? Yeah. M- maybe he'll be able to do some, uh, some good healing here in this next year or so. Uh, so he gets out the box that, uh, well, and this is neat too. They're also called the travel. Should we start referring to them as the travelers? The travelers. Oh yeah, the travelers. Yeah, sure. That's, yeah, that's as they're known. Um, yeah, because he he brought the box out and shoved it, and showed it. Excuse me. Shoved it. Shoved it. <laughs> uh, and, and he showed it to the other travelers, and he starts asking, "What what should we do with this? Mm-hmm. How should I use it?" And I think it's interesting that Mary and Pippin. They give these suggestions. They're not gardeners, right? No, they don't know. They don't make a grove, 
Yeah. yeah. Throw it to the wind. Make a cool garden. What are you right. guys, like, goofballs? Right. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. And that's another cool way that the four of them kind of balance each other out, right? Yes. yes. And it's Frodo who says, you know what to do. You know what to do. You know what to search your own. And I, so, okay, so we, so in the box, right, is gray dust, soft and fine, and the middle is a seed. Um, a small nut with a silver shale. So we know what the seed is, right? Yeah. It's yes. A, it, I, I'm going to spoiler alert. Is that okay? No, go for it. Turns into a mallorn tree. That's right. Right, yeah. like like in in, Loth, in, in Lorien. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he plants it in the place where the party tree was. It replaces the party tree. It's mm-hmm. one of the great trees from there on forward That's for the right. rest of time in Middle Earth. And it's just this. It's it's beautiful. Just the, and we'll get there when we yeah. when we talk about it. We can, or when we get there, we can talk about it more. But. I wanted to ask you guys, so this dust reminds me of something that happened in Magician's Nephew. It ah, reminds me of the let's go. dust that the rings yes. were forged yes. from, yes. right? In Magician's Nephew. Yes. And I thought to myself, so we know what the, the nut is, the seed. It's it's a Malorn seed. Yeah. What is this dust? Crossover? Where is wow. this dust from? I mean... I, I love that he doesn't tell us. Maybe he tells us in some letters written somewhere that someone's going to know about and tell yeah, us, yeah. or some mm. deep secret allusion in the appendices I haven't gotten to. But I just I, I love that it's a cool um, connection. I love that that Sam that Frodo's advice is that it must be powerful stuff. Yeah. And that F- Sam takes that so literally that grain by grain. Grain. I know. So if it's that powerful, I want to know where to, is it from the Undying Lands. Is it from the shores there? Is it like literally sand from the Undying Lands? Mm-hmm. Why would that be? Uh, why would that be powerful? I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> what? Hey, maybe he's a listener. Hey, hey. you an upper? Um, why would that be powerful? Um, is it only because it's it's been brought to Middle Earth? Is it because Galadriel's blessed it? Is it like the silt from the bottom of her mirror? I don't know. Right? Is it is it from Lorien? Well, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because every little bit mattered. Yes, and was used. He and takes speeds it up that growth. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. What, what should have happened in twenty years happens in one. Right. With these trees, and so it's not, it's not Sam's great great grandchildren that are the ones who get to fully appreciate it. It's him. It's That's his right. children. Uh, I often like full to you know to talk about to another sidebar. I often think about that with our tree. Yeah. yeah. And I think like man, I wish I had some of that dust just laying around because. I think it's I think it's gonna live a lot longer. But when this tree goes, there'll be a part of me that I know. is yeah. gone, and that I'll never get to see. I mean, this literally is it is our party tree. Yep. It is. You can see this thing from all over the village. Um, it's the biggest tree around, really. It's this big, full silver maple that you can. I mean, you can just sit here and lay and look at the layers, mm. and it, it takes you to another place. It provides shade. It provides comfort. Right. Uh, I've disappeared behind that tree. You've before. disappeared yep. behind that tree. It's magical. <laughs> yes. uh, the leaves, when the leaves rustle in the wind, it's like oh. another. I don't know. It takes you to another place. Yeah. Or it makes you feel this place more purely. I don't know. But I've thought about that. Like when this tree goes, maybe I can find mm. some of that, some of those grains, so I can plant another and speed it up. And and yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's magical. I wonder yeah. how much that was Tolkien though, thinking about like maybe mourning some of the loss of the trees that he's that he loved. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he had trees he loved and if they would have gotten cut down just thinking, man, I wish I could plant it again and enjoy it in its prime like in my life. Cuz that's something with trees, man, like if you're depending on when they're planted and when you're alive, you miss that window. You don't well, Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. No, go, go ahead. Go, go, go. Are you yeah. sure? Yeah. All right. I'll go ahead. So, so oh. <laughs> I actually, so I've always loved willow trees. I think yeah, willow they're trees beautiful. Are beautiful. Yes. But 
I had this sort of um, like disillusionment of sorts where I found out that you can really only plant willow trees next to like lakes or rivers. They have to have water. Yes. Because they have to be by water. Oh. So I will probably not live in a house realistically mm-hmm. where I can either That's plant you. a willow tree so or there will already be I a willow tree. So I want much. you to look that up though because there's one over here. And really? It's not by water. Okay. I just want you to maybe that I I wonder if that's ask him. Uh, Goldberry whichever, is here. I'll I'll do this. Yeah. Thank Hello. you. Hello. <laughs> what did you think of the Great Havens? I cried in the movie. Never read the books. She, she, cried, she cried in the, in the movie. Never in the books. In the mm, we love you for this. Cried Thank during you. Are the girls the asleep? Get out of here. Wow. You go, girl. Come on out and enjoy the fire. Let's go. She's Let's gonna go. have a baby tomorrow. She's that baby's cut. <laughs> Wait, are you, how do you are you serious? Are you swole? Just kidding. <laughs> Did you know that? Oh yeah, no, I, I could predict the exact day. True story. Predicted the exact day my nephew was born. Wow. So how insane is that? Sarah Maybe he's glad is going he's to have a seen. boy tomorrow. How crazy would I kind of hope you're wrong, honestly. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was going to be a little intense for Lane. <laughs> so I, wanna, I, I want to sleep a lot tomorrow. Oh, that's, that's fair. And that might put a kink in my plans. Yeah, Is that selfish? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that's that's like, hold on. Just stay, just stay in there for one more day. Right? Willow trees, though. You love willow trees. Oh, Do you yeah, have a yeah. favorite willow tree somewhere? Oh, man. Or just, the, just you I just d- like d- them in general? I just love the looks of them. I yeah. love like, like the feel just of them? sitting underneath a willow tree, just the shade that it... It just always seems very picturesque. I just... Yeah. Mm. I think they're beautiful. But they, they also take a long time to grow. And they also eat you if you're a hobbit. Oh, yeah. In the old forest. Or oh. they womp you oh. like in Hogwarts. Uh, that's true. They can do that, too. Wait, romp, but womp some rat? there's secret passages, passages through them. Never across. thought we'd have that connection. Hey, here at the end, that's <laughs> it truly so is th- the end of all things. <laughs> Lane's so thrown. One might say it was unexpected. Unexpected. That was very unexpected. Yes. One might. Can I say? I you love. You could even say it's it's a bunch of pot, potter. What? <laughs> he lost you it again. You get what were you saying? Strike two. I said two. I love Lord of the Potters. Great. And they're holding Thanks hands for being again. Here. Thanks this is where we're at. I love it. Just oh, okay. It. As what kind of tree? Do you have a favorite like particular tree, or is it just a, a type? So we have in uh, in our backyard a couple. We have a dogwood tree, which is interesting. Oh, those are beautiful. Beautiful. They're a pain to um, mow around though, right? Because oh, yeah. the leaves yeah. or the, the flowers when they fall that messes up your mower. But it's great. Yeah, it's great. Um, we also have a buckeye tree. Oh, several. That's wow. Several. People used to come. Talk. Exactly. They wanted. They they would see it. and They would say, "Hey, are you guys gonna? Do you guys collect those?" Yep, hundred percent. We then figured out like mom would collect them, and she made sell them. all these ne- uh, like sort of like you know Buckeye necklaces and things and just different things, you know what have yous. Um, they're cool. They're, they are. They're, they're beautiful. Awesome. Yeah, they're yeah. beautiful. And uh, do you know why they're called Buckeyes? Uh-uh. Because. Uh, Native Americans thought they looked like the eye of a buck or a male deer. Isn't that really? Cool? Really? They're not edible, though. No, they're not. I've they're tried. not actually made of chocolate and peanut butter. No, they're not. <laughs> well, some of them are. Yeah, I mean, you usually have to bite but into one. But those grow to on a Kit Kat tree. Yes. Uh, yeah, or a Reese's, Reese's tree. tree. Reese's. Where the Reese's monkeys hang out. <laughs> I just want people to know that I'm trying to balance three things here in my hands, no, and it's great. Quite successfully. It's great. Do you want your pipe as well? Yeah, Do you have someone, to have a, someone put my pipe in. <laughs> Do you need to move your bowels yet? Not yet. Okay, all right. Surprisingly, right. Sarah asked me that earlier, and I was like, I'm good. Are you, Do you? Oh, I haven't today, so I would like to at some point. I don't know when it's going to Well, gonna... you're going to have to hold it, man. 
Oh, move, no, I just meant because you had to move your oh. bowels. What did you think okay. I said? I, I don't know. I thought you were referencing some vowels? Tech, tech piece of a bowel or something. Are you kidding? Wow, like, that's hilarious. Hey, He's not joking. Are our bowels tangled here? He's not joking. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know podcasting That's things. so beautiful. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's awesome. That's unreal. <laughs> wow. That's unreal. Get these bowels untangled. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can make a little bit more. Sorry, progress. back okay, into the progress. No, trees are great, though, because I, I like I that. That's um, I love willow trees. We had one... You, uh, Joe, do you know the old like haunted mansion over by? Uh, does he know, like where Bang- you live? Yeah. Well, basically, I lived in Bangs. I don't know if you know that. Oh like, yeah. But you know where Bangs is back yeah. up by Mount Vernon. There was that old, really kind of spooky mansion that was yeah. out there. I don't know if the, yeah. A lot of kids from the Naz would go out there. Yeah. And we would see them from time to time. So, but uh, there was a willow tree in front of it. And hmm. uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah. It was pretty it was awesome. Cool. Yeah. So I'm kind of sad. Sorry, last tangent on trees, I promise. Well, I was starting it, so don't don't okay. apologize. I am kind of sad that that this part didn't make it into the movies because I think it's a really beautiful thing. Yeah. That's like it comes full circle with Sam's character as the gardener to like you know make his addition to rebuilding the Shire yeah. using the talents. And the gifts. We talked about that last night. That's right. We talked about that last yeah. night. How how him as the gardener, it's just it's exactly what. Yeah, he he would have. And we talked about the, um, I guess maybe even more so, the impact it had on Sam more than the even the other hobbits of seeing the sh- seeing Hobbiton in ruins. Yeah, and seeing yeah. trees cut down and seeing holes dug up and seeing weeds everywhere that. He as a that we saw that through his eyes intentionally because it affected him even more than the others. Like you know, obviously it would it would be difficult for them to see too. But that's his craft, right? It's like it's like trying to find the bowels in a in a podcasting studio. You know, it's just like there aren't any. They get tangled. There aren't any. You know, and that that would hurt most to know. Well, where are the bowels? It really hurts me. (laughs) Well, I know. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if we should talk about that. Uh, I would prefer to. I'd prefer to move on. Um, darn it. Oh, I was going to say, so one of the, again, before we move on. She's a celebrity? What? She's literally yeah. going to watch us. Oh, come on over. Come yeah, on over. Come Get join in the shot. It. Sit next to Ez. Get in the shot. Come Please right over do. here. Right over here. Right over I here. I would be honored. No, next to Ez. Please. Please. No, I'm good. It right. is offensive. You might actually be halfway in the shot there. I, I'm offended. What's, What's our, our podcast? Co- it's about Harry Potter. Goldberry's here, just so everyone. I love that Goldberry is here at the end because this is perfect. She was there in the beginning and she's always been here and uh, it's amazing. And there she Goldberry. is. Goldberry. So, um, before, Amen. before I, for, uh, cheers, were you drinking coffee she there or what? spilled milk all over herself. <laughs> I hope that's on camera. The Honey, the I baby can't eat that yet, okay? I hope that's on camera. Um, <laughs> so, I wanted to mention. Was I really maybe on the camera? It might have been. I don't know. Lane did a wide shot. Let me shot. look. He, he, he did a wide shot, so we'll, we're, we're, we're going to see. Um, so, Joe, I'll talk to you. And, Lane, please don't trip over the cables. Please do not trip over. Lane, seriously. Oh, he scared me. So scared me. If it went into the fire instead of water, how ironic would that be? Cast it into the fire! <laughs> You're fine. Uh, Destroy it! No, we're like midway through the reread. Yep, so we're midway through. Um, how are we doing on time? What time is it? Uh, is that wrong to ask? No, I think we're doing fine. Four o'clock? Four o'clock or so? I think, I think it's about three. Oh, seven thirty. That's not bad at all. Close. That was close. We're done by nine. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I wanted to make Joe's like, I would like to go to sleep at some no, point. No, I don't think I said that three sleep. times. What did you say? To ch- you know, power three. It took me three ah, times. Okay, yeah. Here we ah, go. Ah, I see. Sharky. I want to say this real quick before yeah. I forget. Um, Sharky, you remember when Sharky said uh, in the last chapter, 
like th that by destroying and cutting down the trees, that that would be the great hurt. And it's like Galadriel yes. has like the counter because oh he thinks it'll take gosh, years. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. He thinks it'll take years or, or whatever. So like even though he's gone now, it's just like there's another just like you tried and you failed. Lesson yeah. of the story: Galadriel always has the final word. Yeah, yeah she has the final word exactly. every time. Do every not time. do not mess with Galadriel. She's awesome. So, anyways, that's pretty neat. Yeah. So use all your wits and knowledge uh, that you have your, you know, on your own there, and he's encouraging Sam. So, as we say, he planted those saplings. Um, so, and, and Lane kind of said it. Well, really, the next couple par uh, paragraphs here. Sorry, I keep scratching my nose in the video here with my book because I have no hands. They're full. I have hands, but they're full. Um, it was indeed a malorn, and it grew in grace and beauty, known far and wide. So that's pretty awesome. We talked about that. Uh, here we go, though. You ready for this? Are we ready for this? Oh, are we? Um, altogether, 1420 in the Shire was a marvelous year. Damn straight. Yes. <laughs> Not only uh, was there wonderful sunshine and delicious rain due to times and, and perfect measure, and, uh, but there seemed something more, an air mm. of richness and growth and a gleam of beauty beyond that of mortal summers. Yeah. Like, wow. So this is awesome, you know? Place. Yeah, all the children born or begotten in that year, and there were many, were fair to see and strong. And most of them had rich golden hair that had been rare among hobbits. So, so this there were no blonde hobbits. Yeah, this is, this is new. This is like a new thing. It's like this new, you know, I mean, Gladriel, like all of that. I mean, I, there's got to be some extra effect. What's, what's going on here, right? Uh, yeah, the, the, the fruit was plentiful. Which is awesome. It said, "Wow, well, yeah." That, that the hobbits, the young hobbits, they very nearly bathed in strawberries and cream. Speaking of cream, come on. This is toffee nut latte creamer. And come on, I enjoy drinking it. Just a nice shot of cream over here. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's good. Uh, imagine is, if it was strawberry flavored. That would be nice, but I prefer the sweet and salty of the toffee nut latte. Yeah. I like to drink creamer straight. There's nothing else that needs. We should just wrap it up right there. <laughs> There's nine carbs in that, so I, I'm, I. That would have, be I'm in what? In a mouthful or in a serving? In a serving, which is probably a mouthful. A mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, Thanks there we for are. Let me have your creamer. That yeah. Do you guys want to do strawberries with the cream now or at the end? Ooh, ooh. It's a quick one. It's not. Bathing there's not cream, a lot of thought. Let's do it because we're about to have another sure. great 14, 20 moment. Let's do this. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. We have actual strawberries and cream. I don't need to drink just creamer. Well, Lane's going to give you some strawberries. Uh, what is that supposed to mean? I don't know. All right, so strawberries with cream this this final episode. All right, mm. and I don't think we're going to do this again because it's not a reference in The oh. Hobbit. It's not a reference in... Got it. Not actual <laughs> strawberries and cream. <laughs> Segment in the show. I should have. I did that once. We did have strawberries and cream one time. Do you remember we did. that? Yes. Um, yes. I'm a thoughtless host. But my question to you is because it talks about that the uh, the Hobbit children practically bathed in strawberries and cream. Right. So this week's strawberries and cream in the middle of the episode, as opposed to the end, is what one food would you bathe in? Bathe in. It could be metaphorical, or or no, no, you know, no, no, no. I mean, I li you're or it could be literal. Literally get in there. I want I want this to be literal. Now you'd also probably eat it. Like I, when I, if I thought about bathing in a food, I'd want to be like, "Ah, oh, so good! I'm eating it." So goodness gracious! Not just the feeling of bathing in it, but also eating it while you're, you know, probably. 
I don't know how you're going to bathe if you're going to be in a swimming suit or this is tough. La la national, but this is tough because can I tell you the first thing that popped in my head? And I don't think it's my final answer, but can I tell you the first thing? Yeah. Your water, probably? No, the first thing was syrup, but that just is not going to... Well, if you could say it correctly, that would also be cool. <laughs> what, is wrong with syrup? I never know what that means. What, what it... See? He doesn't know either. <laughs> Get your mic. Say, how, say, say it slowly. Syrup. Say it slowly. Syrup. Syrup. It's that Kentucky boy. Syrup. Okay, so you would literally bathe in syrup? Well, no, I just I just kind of thought, like, it's a, when you thought of, like, I was thinking of liquids, and I thought of something that was sweet, and I thought, syrup? Okay. Well, it doesn't have to be a liquid. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But that's why I said. It's not my final answer. Okay. Um, Not my final answer, because... I wonder how many people would <laughs> Here's, this is, enjoy watching you bathe in syrup. Let me, oh, Lord. You know, I mean, because I you think... <laughs> cut that out. Just cut that out. No, I'm kidding. It's fine. No, it's fine. It's staying in because I'm telling you right now. That's what friends do. There's uh, if you guys, it's no, it's, no. It's it's the I'm new glad thing. Your mic's it's, on it's a syrup challenge. We'll all try it later. Um, good grief. I don't think that's. I don't happen. think that's a good idea. Please don't try that at home. I you're gonna get like yeah. It, have you ever gotten syrup on like your arm or something? Oh, it's the worst. Tears on the hairs get like are rips you your kidding? skin off. All over the place. All over the place, yeah. The girls just throw it everywhere. That's crazy. Yeah, so never mind. That's a terrible idea. It's just the thought of a lot of syrup. Oh, just drinking it. Because oh. I'm, I'm carb-deprived. So That's true. I'm I down. didn't think about that spin on it. I'm okay. Down. Now- Was that Lloyd Christmas? L- let me let me buy I'll buy you guys. You guys got yours? I'm gonna, I, I'll just go ahead and give you mine. So I guess it would be mac and cheese. A nice, uh, warm, not, not hot mac and cheese. And I'm talking real just cheesy. Get in there. On the stove type of like bonus yeah. points for how you would dive in, what you would be wearing. Um, well, it'd just be wearing trunks. It'd just be trunks, and I would probably go feet first. Okay, like a sort of pencil dive. Yeah, just pencil dive in there. I like that big old thing. And then I just like, can you imagine the feel of that though? It kind of the sound I think would creep me out. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. I love mac and cheese. It's one of the things I've been craving since I haven't had. Uh, since I've been on keto. There's no keto alternative, is there? Unless I can find a, a real good... Chicken like, and cheese or something? Type of different noodle. Cheese is great, but it's the noodle yeah, I got I mean, yeah, could you put, like, chicken in there instead? Noodles, no, it's not. Uh-uh. You're they, making that up, aren't you? We're going to have to figure out the... Really? The carbs on that, but... All right, you guys, go ahead. Go ahead. What do you got? What do we got? Lane? What do you think? It's strawberries and cream. What do you got? Mm. What are you bathing in? I actually hadn't thought this one through. Oh, okay. Wow. First time ever. Had to happen eventually. Uh-huh. What, what food? Well, I know. I Okay. I know what I'd say. It's the same answer as last time. Or I think, what did we talk about last? Some kind of food craving. Was it last episode? I, my, my mind is, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Your mind's on the SERP. Yeah. I think, there it is, fellas. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I even know the container. I even know the container. Y'all ever been to Cat Singers? Wait Deli? a second. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cat Singers. You know that big pickle barrel? Oh, yeah. Just take the lid off and let me get right in. Are you kidding? Butt naked. Wow. And I'm chomping on pickles. So, <laughs> is it? Is there some? Is, like, and I, I drink that pickle juice too. Just so you know. Something though with the pickle juice that actually would 
Don't people put their feet in pickle juice? It's vinegar. For something and it kind yeah. of pulls. Yeah, dude, pulls, I, I'm uh, sure there is some sort of pain relief. Yeah. I'm sure. As people I'm, drink it for the electrolytes. Yeah. I'm let, it's the original Gatorade. I'm letting you guys know right now that I, when I drink pickle juice on this window thing, I've been drinking pickle juice for cravings. And if you're out there and you need help with cravings and you're doing an IF, intermittent fasting, and your window's closed and you are hungry, and I mean hungry, but you can't eat, drink some pickle juice. It probably would not work if you hate pickles, but if you even like them remotely, it's it provides everything you need. But anyway, I'm convinced that because it's some sort of vinegar, it's going to add 20 years to my life. Yeah, I I need to start. I need to figure it out then because I I eat too like when I eat pickles, I eat sweet sweet pickles. Yeah, no. But I like dill pickles. I love dill pickles. Do you like deli style? I guess so. Maybe. So salty. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, the salt will probably kill me, honestly. Yeah. So that's cool. Okay, we got mac and cheese and we got pickles. All right. What do you got, young man? What are you bathing in? Oh man. So pipe tobacco. Are we are we talking food or drink? <laughs> yeah. yeah what, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just swallowed a bit of tobacco. Oh, that happens to the best. Shot of us. right through my stream. Oh, yep. There it is. Come on. Um. So. Yep. I. I. It would be one of two things. One for food. It would be spaghetti. There's if anybody has ever seen the movie Patch Adams, yeah, one of the one of the old ladies like yes. bucket list things is to swim in a pool of noodles and like anything pasta. I'm like the opposite of Ez. If it has carbs, I will eat it. You well, okay, let me ask you this: Is it sauced pasta or just olive oil? Just just maybe olive oil, a little bit of. You want butter, some lubrication to get through but, there? Yeah, you're exactly. Stuck in the noodles. Exactly. Yeah, okay. If it was food, now if it was drink, I know. Can I guess? Yeah. Mountain Dew. Exactly. Let's go. Oh, my Let's go. gosh. Code Red. Code Red? Yep. Okay. Oh, get out. That's okay. That's I awesome. might have to. No, I'm not going to change my answer, but that would be awesome. Oh, yeah. Just mouthfuls of Could Code you imagine? Red. Dude, you, okay, think about oh the pain my. in the butt when you, like, swallow a mouthful of chlorine. Now, yeah. imagine you're swimming in Code Red, and you're like, give me another. Yep. Right. Oh, no, I accidentally swallowed it. Oh, guys, I drank the pool water. Uh. Magically, I can swim underwater for, like, a shit all long time. <laughs> Oh, I'm drinking up. Code Red through my nose. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's All cool. right. Yeah. Awesome. All right, some, some strawberries with cream. That was great. Yeah, those those tasted that. really good, that that's strawberries great. and cream. Uh, part two of this. Here we are. So, and you go, go ahead and prep whatever you need to here, uh, Joe, for this. So, in the South Farthing, the vines were laden, and the yield of leaf was astonishing. And wherever there was so much corn that a harvest, uh, that at harvest, every barn was stuffed. The North Farthing barley was so fine that the beer... Of 1420 malt was long remembered and became a byword. Oh, well, speaking of 1420 beer from North Farthing, I have some special beer here in my pocket. Of course. It is a peanut butter flavored whiskey that's (laughs) kind of like beer. Uh-huh. And they're in like these little mini bottles that I would like to share with you. Okay. Arguably as good, if not better, than fourteen twenty beer from North Farthing. Wow. Wow. Is that blasphemy? Is it? You well, we don't know yet. Here's the thing. You, we don't know yet. We, we don't, don't know. know. We actually so, won't even know after we drink this because yes. we haven't had that beer. Oh, well, wait, oh we ha- you haven't? Wait, what, did you guys drink we're without me? We're experiencing. We're experiencing. Oh, is that? Oh, I see. This chapter we're experiencing. It's symbolism. Yes. Okay, okay. All, right. all right. So I'm gonna give one to you. Yes. Are you drinking some too, though? I'll right? have some too. Okay. You might because I won't be able oh, to. Yeah. I won't be able to shoot this. this. Yeah. Don't. Uh, sip it. It's good for sipping. Okay. 
And I, you know, I, I think you guys will enjoy this. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. All right, so. so you know how we do this, right? Can, can we call this? Um, never above you, never below you. Always beside, beside you. you. There we are. There we are. There we are. There we are. Mm. All right. Bottoms up. Wow. Yeah. What do you think? Wow. I don't like whiskey. I don't like scotch. I like this. Yeah. It's peanut butter. It's a very dominant taste. I can imagine either A, you're allergic to, or B, you don't like it. <laughs> that if you didn't like peanut butter, you would hate this. Oh, yeah. But this is this is saving whiskey for me. Yeah. I love peanut butter, and so that's delicious. That's Yeah, that's the thing. That's delicious. You can split that with Lane. Isn't whiskey good for, like, carbs? <laughs> There's no carbs in whiskey, right? I don't think so. And yeah. like scotch and stuff, like it's uh, carbless, or are we? I'm wrong almost on positive. That? It's yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's why people can drink tons of it, and it's like they don't. Well, tons yeah. is uh, you know. I have well, not f- literally tons. Yeah, yeah. this guy have a podcast? <laughs> no, clearly. I don't think so. Got his bowels tangled <laughs> in more ways than one. I, I, it burns. I really hope people can uh, check in here and see the visual. I just want to see. I'll be able to see how. Can someone give me one more drink over here? You're not supposed to drive a car or operate machinery. Here, is this machinery? No. I, well, I mean, could you, can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give a shot of. Uh, uh, right. That's, yeah, that really and that's the third time. And that's the third time. Yes. That's a reoccurring thing. That's your, beautiful. Uh, your cap, if you want. Your calf. Cap. Cap. Okay. Did um, you guys see that catch? Please go to YouTube to see that catch. That was a beautiful catch. You didn't. You were uh, never even a receiver, was, were you? I wasn't even looking. I was a receiver. Okay. So sure. tight end. Um, and also, this this is named after me. It's called Screwball. Uncle wow. Screwball. <laughs> Uncle Screwball. Uh, to so the misfits, I, black sheep, and screwballs. Can I say though? I, I I would actually say if if you were sampling like whiskeys and stuff though, and you had that one, I would say of like let's say six or seven. Yeah, that's a go-to, and that's also a memorable one. Very it is. memorable. And that's what, you know, 1420 is this memorable year. Exactly. So I would say, yes, that's a memorable, that's a 1420 reference right okay. there. Okay, yeah. very good. 100%. It's so better I, I like than that. the pizza whiskey that I got once. That it, sounds terrible. A, it was a real thing. I that tried sounds it. It absolutely was terrible. <laughs> Please don't ever bring that here to the show. <laughs> that is the opposite of 1420. <laughs> Oh goodness! All right, that's seven ten. That's Woo. that's a hundred. Yeah, that is uh, that's a seven ten. <laughs> All right, so uh, moving on here. Moving on. Sam stayed at the Cotton's farm with Frodo, but when the new row was ready, he went with the gaffer with his gaffer. Um, in addition to all of his other labors, he was busy directing and cleaning up the restoration of Bag End. So he stays with the Cottons for a bit with Frodo, uh, but eventually then moves in with his dad. And uh, you know, he's he's got he's got work to do. Um, he wants to move in somewhere else, but he's. Are you wanting feedback here? No, I was just turning the page. <laughs> That's usually where I go on for about ten minutes, isn't it? Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Um, I'm, I'm listening. I'm practicing practicing active listening. I see that. I see that. And pipe smoking. He's, uh, yeah, if you want to see some good pipe smoking, actually. Um, Again, check out the YouTube. It does smell good. It does. Um, now, Frodo, though, is living with uh, the Cottons. And I think this is interesting that he, at one point in time, he's often found clutching this white gem that hung on a chain around his neck. And he seemed half in a dream. And 
he doesn't really let Sam know. Sam is, again, busy trying to figure out what to do, uh, you know, how to restore Bag End, how to, you know, plant uh, these trees and everything. So, But, but Frodo's definitely in some, in some trouble in that um, it seems like a couple times each year he has these yeah. a fit or he's, he goes into some in-between world, some in-between, Wraith yeah. world, right? Wraith and so world. It, and it's, it's when around the time that the quest was almost completed, you know, Sam noted that it ended on March 25th, Charlotte's birthday. Also the day that they, they fulfilled the quest and the ring was destroyed. And then around October 6th, which is when he was stabbed on Weathertop. And so it's these, these, these closest of brushes with that evil, I think, uh, are the, are the most intense, the, the highest intensity of those experiences. Right. Yeah. Um, another interesting thing we talked about too, clutching that white jewel around his neck. We've talked about this. That is of course the even star pendant. That is what, um, I forgot. I yeah. Forgot. What yeah. Arwen gave him. And we were talking about this before, actually, we usually don't, you know, discuss the chapter, but it's been a blast being here with Joe and, and, and talking about just how cool was that? How cool was this? And, um, just the fact that we go from him, you know, sort of playing and, and fingering with a, a a ring around his neck that represents doom and despair and destruction to this white jewel that is like a hope, a hope for a, a peace, right. a hope for um, a break from this torment, a hope for like a new life in another place, for a shire to come in a way for, for, for Frodo. Like he's still looking for his shire. He's still looking for what is you know what what other the peace and solace other people find here. Where am I going to find that? Yeah, because I'm not going to find it here. You know, like, he talks about how he would come out of it, mm-hmm. but the fact that that was always there, the fact that he was more withdrawn, that I I honestly think this stuff is going on all the time. I think that it's most intense, and that others are able to see it, like Sam. That's right. But I think that he is dealing with this every single yes day. Come on. I think he is too. So he says, like, what the words we catch are, it is gone forever, and now all is dark and empty. Those are some dark words. That's a lot. Um, and now all is dark and empty. So Arwen really kind of foresaw that he would need this, and I think that's amazing that there's that passage given, that, that gift is given. And so, you know, he's clutching to that, holding on to that, and trying to fight through this. So um, now we get into, uh, you know, we move on from that. Sam comes back from his travels and stuff, and really there's not much. Uh, we kind of forget about that for a second, his, you know, Frodo's fit. And he tell, uh, when, when Baggin is ready to go, he says, Sam, why don't you move in with me? You know, come on, move in with me, and uh, we'll, we'll get you all set up here. And Sam is a little resistant. Why? Because Rosie Cotton. Rosie Cotton. He wants to marry Rose. Good for him. And how does that make you feel? Okay, Joe? well, first, I just want to say I think this is hilarious. I can just picture this happening in modern day. Like, the book here is like, um, when all was at last ready, Frodo said, when are you going to move in and join me, Sam? Sam looked a bit awkward. <laughs> like, just, like, hey, bro, you want to you wanna move in with me? And Sam's like, oh, so. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Right, right. <laughs> 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Right. Yeah. But the, but the what's great, I love this, um, is that Bag Inn is big enough for, like, multiple families to live in. Really. It's huge. It's massive. And so it kind of says, well, do it. Marry her and get in here. Move in. Let's go. And so 1420 is this year that is known for not only, uh, it you know, the greenery coming back and good harvest, good crop and kids having yeah, golden hair but weddings mm. all these weddings were taking place strawberries and cream mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. another cream shot <laughs> um but yeah so so in 1420 sam marries rose cotton mm-hmm. which is awesome so and, the, and they move in they move in they finally came to live at bag Inn, and sam thought himself lucky frodo knew that he was more lucky himself like Frodo's, can I say something too? I thought about this. We talked about finding your rose cotton at the start yeah. of the show, and Sarah, I was talking about this. Goldberry's still here with us. I asked these these guys. I said, "How do you find your rose cotton? How, what happened?" And they said, "Rose found them." You know, um, they kind of unexpectedly these these things happen. And and I just want to point out that Sarah just rolled her eyes. Oh, okay. Was yeah, because morning or something. It does kind of sound cliche, doesn't it? Well, I, I'm sure cliches more, are true. I'm sure there's more to it than that. More to it than that. Um, I'm sorry, I interrupted that beautiful oh. monologue. No, 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 no. All, all, all I'm saying is, like, I think of Frodo and uh, and um, Bilbo not being not being married and not having. Well, for Bilbo, like this was his, you know, his nephew, right? This is Uncle Bilbo. And I, I, I think that's also why I like these guys so much, too, because, yeah. you know, like, he, I see why he wants to have Sam move in with his family and stuff. Yep. Almost bought that house next door, Lane. I know you did. I know. I know, man. Almost really? I, I might actually take this, 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 this garage here. I might oh, actually man. just, so, watch out. <laughs> um, so, I just think that's interesting, and, and I think, you know, well, Frodo. Bilbo was the same way, right? I mean, Bilbo never yeah. got married. He never had a, at least that we know of anyway, any kind of, like, um romantic interest so yeah it's just these guys had quests that were like consuming yeah thank you so much you see sarah gets me i'll give you the basement the basement really (laughs) non-existent actually there's a there's a it's a good cellar cellar it's a cellar oh the cellar how dare you disrespect the cellar you've never even been down there can i have the attic Ooh, yeah. With the bats, you want that? Back cave. Actually, that'd be pretty cool if we finished it. 
That'd be a pretty cool play. You'd have to hunch over. You'd be like Gandalf in back I would be, The yeah. Dormers yeah. are cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Is that though. a French word or Thank something? Thank you for the offer. Dormier? Dormier? I don't know. I didn't speak French. I was a Spanish major. Now I use that degree to this day. <laughs> good grief. Um, what did you guys think about Mary and Pippin living together at, at Crick Hollow? I know you kind of referenced it already, but how fun so is that? Fitting. It's so fitting. Right? I feel like maybe Dom, Monaghan, and Billy Boyd should have lived together at some point if they didn't. Oh, yeah. You know, like that just, it seems, I, I, I heard that and I was like, I read that and I thought, that's like Dom and Billy. That's like them. Like they're, they're such good friends. And it's cool that that came through. Or I guess maybe it's cool that that worked out in real life between those two. Oh, yeah. So that it came through on the screen and, and then just fortified the story itself, you know. Yeah, the fact that they lived together and that they lived in that cottage, man, where the conspiracy was revealed, where Frodo had helped had hoped to like find. Well, not really. I mean, he he was lying about finding a new life there, but it's just I don't know. It's cool. It's cool that they're out there just kind of hanging out and partying. Who knows what they're getting into? <coughs> yeah. Now, as a inexperienced Lord of the Rings reader, yeah, where well, join is the club. Crick Hollow located east. It is in it's in Buckland. Uh, it's just west of the hedge. Okay. So just I mean so all of Buckland is like, is right between the Brandywine. Okay. To the east of the Brandywine and to the west of the old forest. It's kind of sandwiched in there. It's yeah. crazy. Okay. Yeah. And that's why they're kind of not as afraid. They mess around with water because they're so uh, okay. close to it. Yeah. And they mess around with boats, which you're not <laughs> yeah. supposed to do. But yeah, Crick Hollow is north. And what's the other one um, in Buckland? Crap. That's just south of it. Just looking at that map yesterday, man. I was staring at that map all all uh, our last episode, and there was Crick Hollow's like a little north, and then just directly south is the other big one in Buckland. What is I it? I don't know. Don't know. I got a map here. Hold on. Uh-oh. Look at him. He's got him. He's got it. Good. Yeah, I, I, Crick Hollow. I've always liked that. I like like uh, just you know Crick Hollow College. Mm-hmm. Co- cottage is is really cool. Just to think Crick Hollow College is actually there as well. It's. It's a four-year college. Is and, it really? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need sweatshirts now that say Crick Hollow College, <laughs> established 1420. <laughs> that would, yeah, that would that'd be pretty be, cool, right? That'd be pretty cool. Um, but uh, yeah, they gotta be having a good time there. Gotta be having a good time for sure. They, uh, they, they were called lordly. Yeah, these two, right? Which just meant good. Okay. But but yeah, but no, but I mean that's that's what they meant by it. They meant that yeah. it was just good. It was good to see them. It was good to see. Like them in, dressed up in their mail and their attire and their swords and their shields, That's singing, right. yes, and and being jovial and riding all over the place real fast, you know. Right, right. It was a marvel. Yeah, yeah. I, I it doesn't include a map of the Shire. I'm sorry. I have one wow. at home. That's a shame. But that if I have my phone, I could look it up. But it's. I'll, I'll find it eventually. Just drink and be merry. Just or Pippin. I don't I, know. I'd whatever. rather be Pippin. Yeah, if drink that's okay. and be Pippin. Uh, <laughs> hey, there's another one. Drink and be Pippin. We're getting shirt ideas. Yeah. Drink and be Pippin. All right, that's great. Um, that's actually a really good one. <laughs> I like that. Doggone it. We're gonna have to cut it out so people don't. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. They can. It's copyrighted. This is copyright. No, it's copyright. Yeah. Copyrighted. Drink and be merry. Dot dot dot. Or Pippin. Or Pippin. Yeah. Yep. Um, so as you say though, Frodo and Sam decided to go back to normal kind of attire though. They they did not yeah. actually. Every continue. once in a while they dress up in those long gray That's cloaks, right. right, with their brooches or That's brooches right. or however you want to broach the subject. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know if you guys have thoughts on this. You can you can maybe share, but uh, this is where Sam starts to realize that um, he, Mary, and Pippin seem to have more 
honor, more renown, more whatever, yeah. based upon their their deeds and stuff. And Frodo was kind of forgotten a little bit. That's kind of what I was getting yeah. at when we were talking about him as as mayor. Yeah. Like Frodo kind of isn't as acknowledged as much. It's something in it. I mean, it's it's uh, it's interesting the types of deeds that stand out in your mind, you know, and that these guys were. I don't know that when, like, those acts of... That's why I think Mother Teresa is so fascinating, and it's it's amazing that, like, those acts of kindness and, and grace and um, just, you know, acts of healing service and things, and, service, and, yeah, were were captured. And so that's sort of what Frodo um, does there at the Battle of Bywater yeah. and, and kind of continues to do, but then he struggles with this fight. He says that he is wounded. Yeah. Um, Sam finds him there right after that. He says that he finds him once again, and he is... He says to him, he says, I'm, I'm wounded and it, and it will never heal. Yeah. It and will I, never heal. I also really, really do think it has to do with, um, like, their demeanor even back in the Shire, like what they're doing. Like, you know, we saw Sam is the gardener. He's restoring the lushness of the Shire. The trees mm-hmm. are coming back. The weeds are gone. The, the homes are being remade. And uh, Mary and Pippin are just these larger-than-life hobbits riding around everywhere. Like, it's like you spot them. Hey, see the lordly fellows? You see them over there? You know, it's... But where's Mr. Frodo? Well, he's not around. We're not. T- he's up in his hole somewhere, locked right. away. He's he's quiet. He's struggling. So you know, hobbits they respond to, you know, who's ever who's dancing on the table. Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> right. You know, it's yep. that they're they're a wonderful audience. You think about how Bilbo was so popular with his his speech and his riddles and stories, and, his mis- and, yeah. his, and he was more mysterious. Granted, but he didn't suffer the same kind of hurt that Frodo is is or the wounds that Frodo's dealing with. So. Frodo's not out there. He's not. He's probably not the happiest guy at a party. He's probably not, you know, flying around on his horse. He's definitely not dressed up. And well, and he didn't have any regalia. He didn't have no. a sword and a shield. Well, he had. A, he did, but it wasn't the colors he didn't of Rohan. Wear it proudly, yeah, and, yeah. You know. He was wearing orc armor in Mordor. You know, so yeah, might have something to do with it too. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, as you say, fourteen twenty-one. Though these these years keep going by, and and Frodo still remains. Sick, and I think you're right, Lane. I think he was sick most days, but it was worse on those days of like those those memorial days, if you will. Mm-hmm. So now here's something kind of exciting, though. Uh, that all passes. He's able to kind of conceal it a bit, and then on the 25th of March, a date that Sam noted. Oh, I'm sorry, that was when he was sick. Um, moving past that, though, they start to talk about his next child, or I'm sorry, his first child, and, and Sam has a bit of an issue because mm-hmm. he was going to name the lad. Frodo. Vigo. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it ends up that uh, that this is, you know, he's not having a boy. That's right, baby. Having a girl. Get and those girls. He wants to name, I think they say, just like the other made children, they want to name that na- name her after a flower, like Rose or something, mm-hmm. you know. And he recall he helps Sam kind of recall. I think the thing is he wanted Alondra. to kind of honor Frodo in some way. Sure. And so it's also fitting that Frodo helps helps him come to the, to the name. that naming. And it was Frodo yeah. who even said, "What's wrong with the old customs of naming mm-hmm. naming, yes. you know, maiden children after the girls after after flowers?" It's right. a, it's a a good thing that hobbits do. I do like the gaffer's advice in all of this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Make it short and then you won't have to cut it short before you can use it. Yeah. That's, I thought yeah. that was awesome. Tim, that is awesome. Bob, Ron. Right. Right. Yep. Yeah. Hobnob. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Lane. <laughs> yep. My real name. Joe. Ezra. Oh, See, we long. cut mine short. Gosh. Ez. Ez, yeah. 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 Glorfindel. It happens. Uh, uh, Glory. 
call him Glory. Good old Glory. Hey, Glory Findel. <laughs> yeah, what is the short on Glory Findel? Hey, Glory. Glory. Glor Blossom. Glor Blossom. Glor Blossom. That's another shirt. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, but uh, Sam says he thinks she's just beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. And Frodo says, you know, well, Sam, um, he, he says, remember um, the Eleanor? Yeah. The sun, the, the sun star, yeah. right? That, that golden flower yeah. that grew there in Lothlorien. Yep. And he's like, you're right, Mr. Frodo. And that's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. He, he wanted. Fro- it, because he wanted to honor Frodo by naming. I didn't even catch that reading it. That, yeah. yeah, and yeah. it's like, wow, okay. So he he wants that. So, um, yeah, yep. So there is that. Uh, so here we go. Little Eleanor was nearly six months old, and uh, fourteen twenty one had passed to its autumn when Frodo called Sam into his study. It will be Bilbo's birthday on Thursday, Sam, and he will have passed old Took. Mm. One thirty one, right? right? One thirty one. Yep. One hundred and thirty one. Wow. So he will, said Sam. Isn't it funny, too, because like, it seems like from Sam saying that, you think they're all so busy doing other things that they've forgotten Bilbo. Yeah. yeah. But not yeah. Frodo. Like, Frodo, you know, constantly through this entire thing has been thinking about his uncle. From comparing his own journey and experiences to Bilbo's to wanting to get back to Rivendell after this is all over to be able to see Bilbo to thinking about him here. You know, it's his birthday. If, even if you recall, before this adventure even started, once Bilbo left, Frodo went on having Bilbo's birthday parties. And people thought it was like, oh, it's, you know, after he disappeared, yeah. he disappeared and left. And people were like, oh, it's cute, you know, yeah. What a, and then it started getting kind of weird yeah. for everyone except Frodo. And he kept having those parties in right. honor of his uncle. They're like, you know, he's not around anymore. Right. right. Well, I don't care. You know, he, he could come back anytime, and I do this because I love my uncle. So Millennia later, people would gather in the village of Amanda and reenact his yes, birthday. That's True. Right. That's right. Actually, yeah, the, the amount of years is kind of up for debate, isn't it? How old would he have really been? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Easy now. <laughs> it's a party one oh, discussion. Oh, for full circle. It's full circle. Full circle, indeed. Um... <laughs> All right, so now this is where we get. Uh, this is something else. I mean, he they're talking about his his birthday and how he wants to go see Bilbo. And he says, "See if Rose will." This let is you. the end, man. This is it, man. See if see, see if Rose will, will will let you go for a fortnight. We'll see you in a fortnight. Yeah. Fortnight hey, farewell. Sarah, is it okay if we borrow Lane for a fortnight? I know. Wasn't that funny? They were talking. It's how modern are we? Like that they were talking about that, and he said just a short while, and I'm like, oh, it's going to be a couple of days. Fortnight. I'm like, holy crap, that's two weeks. <laughs> I know. I just a right. short while. Just, it's like yeah. you forget. It'll like, just be a fortnight. How long it takes them to travel all these distances? And, and man, it's be- this is beautiful though. I mean, yeah, he it knows is. it's a lot to ask. He says, you know, tell Rose that you won't be away very long, uh, not more than a fortnight. And you'll be quite safe. And Sam starts suspecting something, right? I think it's a little bit after this. Yeah. He starts suspecting that this isn't... We're not just going to see Bilbo. That's right. Because he, yeah. he says, I wish I could go all the way to Rivendell with you, Mr. Frodo, and see Mr. Bilbo. Uh, and yet the only place I really want to be is here. Torn in two. Man. I'm torn in two. I'm torn in two. I, I we want to move on, right? But we want to stay right yeah. here. That's right. Lord of the Rings. And it, it comes back up a little later, but I just love that imagery. Um... I mean, and it's so relatable of like, you have two desires, some, sometimes they're both pure in motive and sometimes one is more pure than the other, but it's like, you want to pursue two different paths Oh yeah. and you're very, very torn. Yeah. 
And I love, and you know you have a good friend when you have someone that helps point you in the right direction of saying like, listen, I would love for you to be here with me, but your loyalties lie with your family. And like, I want you to come with me, but I also know that your wife and your kids is the priority. Ah, <laughs> oh. I mean that's beautiful. Yeah, and and and, and the and the beauty that that Frodo's seeing that Sam probably doesn't, I guess, is is Frodo saying like to, exactly what you're saying, Joe. Yeah, like Frodo's like we had our journey, man. Yeah, we had our adventure. Like your new adventure, your next adventure lies here in the Shire. Like that's that's the whole reason we went is so it could be saved for people like you. Yeah, and it's also part part of your job now to to make sure no one ever forgets yeah make sure that no one forgets what happened because when people when we learn that lesson with gondor right you forget about the strength of the enemy you let your guard down you forget you become complacent Mm -hmm. and that darkness can has a chance to come back in but if you're vigilant you remember the past you remember what was lost and what was won then things can remain, I don't know, peaceful. I yeah. Know. Yeah. But that's one of his jobs, right? I mean, essentially, yeah. is, and that the last pages are for you. Yeah. yeah. This There's is, more story to be written. Is there a so, fourth book? I've, or a seventh book or whatever? Maybe. maybe. The Return of Morgoth. Maybe. We'll look at the titles here. Um, what? The, the titles of the book that's left. Like the, the, We're going to go over those here for uh, just a sec. What but, do you mean? Um, oh. It's he says, yeah. "Yeah, it's it's in the book." Oh it's, shoot, are we reading still? Yeah, um, <laughs> but you will be healed. He tells Sam that, although he's torn apart, that it's, he's meant to be whole. He's meant, meant to be whole. Yeah, you were meant to be solid and whole, and you will be right. Right. That's so beautiful. Um, and I, I'm gonna save this. But I think we're gonna have a big look talk at the end of this because I there's there's a lot to unpack. We I haven't done stop. that already. I, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> So, go ahead. Are we on that page? We're almost there. We're almost there. Oh, sorry. Sorry. We're almost there. So, in the next day or two, Frodo went through his papers and his writings with Sam, and he handed over his keys. Kind of a big sign. At that point. As if I went up to Joe, if I went up to you, as if I went up to you, and I was like, hey, man, we're going on this trip, you know, (laughs) be here at this time, and then I go, all right, ready to set out. Here you go. Here's the keys to my home. He'd be like. Duh! What? Uh-huh. What is going, going on? on here? What's like, going on? Okay, yep. so there is no going back here. Okay. Oh man, yeah. So, like, they, a part of me wishes he just would have come out and said, "Hey, Sam, I'm leaving," so you're not tormented. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're not wondering and and having. But maybe this. But is that's a, this parallels exactly the beginning. I know. It's the, it's it's sort of something's it's, up. You know? Honestly, mm-hmm. it's a natural. It's Drop more leaves. A, it's a more of a natural way to deal with something to give people clues it's more respectful yeah and that way you're not like reeling from something all at once it's like okay not a giant bombshell yes yeah. exactly sometimes and also you can see frodo i just want to slip away yeah and i, I if you can come Story a little of my bit, life that's awesome but if not i i'll just slip away here it's okay yep. so um at the beginning so they go over the book they talk about this big book with uh you know plain red leather cover it's tall pages we're now almost filled and at the beginning, there were many, uh, you know, many leaves covered with Bilbo's thin, wandering hand, but most <laughs> was written in Frodo's firm, flowing script. 
How many times did Bilbo change that dang title? Oh my gosh! Uh, let's let's just read through like yes, the initial draft. Go ahead, shall yeah, we? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. My diary. No, no. <laughs> my unexpected journey. Right. Uh, okay. Better. There and back again. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Bilbo and was. And what happened after? <laughs> Bilbo was playing a name game. Yeah. yeah oh, he yeah. was. Yeah, he was. There you go. Yeah, Talk about was. more full circle there. Yeah. Yep. Adventures of Five Hobbits. <laughs> I like that. All right. Yeah. Um. The tale of the Great Ring compiled by Bobo Baggins from his own observations <laughs> and the accounts of his friends. <laughs> Longest title ever. That's yeah. Straight Tolkien, too. <laughs> what we did in the War of the Ring. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty clear. Yeah. So, yeah, all potential winners, but, you know, here's Bobo's hand-ended and Frodo had written The Downfall of the Lord of the Rings and The Return of the King. That. That's got a nice ring. To that's it. yeah, that's good. It? That's good. I love that's also good. too the implication that like that was the original title, and as the Lord of the Rings has been handed down, I think it was Emma Rose Colk who a long time ago mm-hmm. caught something that I that I was like stumbling around. Didn't really. I was like, wait, wait, wait the Man in the Moon, the Man in the Moon, um, and all these allusions to the origins of our fairy tales and our Mother Goose rhymes and our songs that are breadcrumbs throughout this that is Tolkien saying this is a prehistory this did really happen this came before stuff that even we count as old and so it's just cool to see like the title like titles get shortened right we 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 get lazy we leave stuff off we don't want to read the full thing so this book that we're reading is actually called the downfall of the lord of the rings and the return of the king yeah but what we call it is thousands and thousands of years later is lord of the rings yes mm-hmm. yeah it's yep. just cool it's just like it is I don't know, like, yeah, uh, it's just a, a, a way that he, I wonder how exhausted he was just from his brain, or if it just fired him up, you know what I mean? Like, just yeah. the, all the little details he put in, the thought he put into it, it makes me tired. Yeah, it is something. It's, there is, there's so many details to it, and it's, it's, to think all the way back to the beginning of the series, and the parallels, and, and the, the full circleness of this. Yeah. You know? Circality. The circality. All right. You think you could smoke something out of that staff? If I could hold one more thing in my hands <laughs> right now, I would. Um, Why? Why would you do that? Because it would be an impressive task. I'm kind of disappointed your hat's no longer on your foot. I know. I, I'm unfortunately. I'll see if I can get it back on here. Um, don't no, Lane. I don't. I don't need. I, hey, Lane. I don't need you. I got you. I got you. I don't need you. <laughs> what a um, Frodo attitude to have. Wow. <laughs> I don't need you, Sam. I could bear this. Burden alone. All right. Wow. wow. There is like a spider though that just jumped on me. That's okay. Um, hopefully it has radioactive powers. I hopefully hopefully the one benefit of getting bitten by a um, spider. So basically, we go over the book. We look at the translations. We talk about this for a bit, and then it is said that uh, he's like, "Wow, you've almost pretty much finished this." He says, "I have quite finished, Sam." Said Frodo. The last pages are for you. Oh man. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but that line of like you and I have been in this this whole time, and this is not just my story to write. This is this is a collaborative effort. I have put my part in this, but this story is just as much yours as it is mine. Mm-hmm. Man, it's like in keeping. It's. And keeping true to the character that he's, the, you know, that he's built in Frodo, right? Yeah. Selfless, collaborative. Mm. 
share the load. Yeah. It's awesome. It, it, it is awesome. There's several little hints, too, that Frodo understands that, that he is a ring bearer. Yeah. Sam, even for, even for a bit. If he had not, the ring would have been lost. Yes. So maybe one of the most crucial ring bearers, honestly. It's, cra- it's crazy. He does say that, that it is, he will be healed, but, but I mean, it's, he understands that that little bird and that little uh, you know, load that he bore is is was traumatic for for Sam, and that's yeah. part of the tearing uh, tearing that he that he kind of you know deals with. Um, Tearing's never good. No. So they on um, so then on September the twenty first they set out together, and this is where they they don't really know where they're going. Uh, they set out on their on their ponies. They're Strider. going to Woody End, right? They're kind of going southeast. Yeah, yeah Strider. Mm-hmm. Strider and right? William. William the pony. Uh, Bill. 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 Bye-bye, Bill. Bill? Bye-bye, Bill. Is Bill? he a new character? Or? No, he's been around. Oh, he has been around. This is full circle. Bill the Pony? Don't you know, man? It's like Ride the pony. Gimli, Legolas, Bill the Pony. Bill the Pony. Bill the Pony. <laughs> it, really, it really is. Ride the Pony. Hey, mm. Bill the Pony. Yeah. Ride the Pony. <laughs> That's really good. Maybe. It, it does make me feel inspired, honestly. Looking yeah. over and seeing your you eyes. I don't know if you call this showing of off. Uh, Take but, your sunglasses yeah. off, please. I want to see yeah. your eyes. Look if out! You want here. to? If you if you want to, I'm Goldberry's not just off camera. Telling my wife guys. what to do. <laughs> just for everyone just out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, here we go. Perfect Black Riders are back, baby. Here we are. Um, makes sense. That's that's fitting. So they, 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 they actually they're not back. They don't worry. We're good. Um, Thank God. I was going to say, is this God, a rewrite? What? What's going on? <laughs> Peter Jackson writing the story. Uh, what no. are my lines? No, they uh, they end up seeing the tree where Frodo hid behind uh, when, when the Black yeah. Riders when he, he first he first sees them. He kind of hides behind that tree. He's Seems like, wow, like look a at dream that. now. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. If if I may, yeah. just a quick tangent. A lot of times when I'm walking down like a path, like in a park and stuff like that. I like to like see one that looks yell like at it. my friend and be like, "Get off the road, quick!" And, and that's now funny. we can continue. Yeah. That's a <laughs> No, no, no. I, 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 yeah. I need more of that in my life. The yeah. cool thing is, you can go visit that tree in New Zealand. Really? It's it's, a, it's in a park somewhere. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty epic. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But have you ever seen a tree like that? And you're like, you're like, those trees are those just that that like the roots are are worn or what or, or bare, you know? And there's a mud wall. Mm-hmm. Is that what they're called? Mud walls? And you just look like you're thinking if there was something a on a road. Of <laughs> Lane's face right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ditch. <laughs> I tried it. <laughs> a ditch. Have you ever seen a tree, though, you know, that that resembles that from the film, and you're like, that could be. Yes. Like where it's hollowed out underneath and you can hide under? Thanks, or? Thanks for showing my ineptness. I appreciate that. Oh, no, no, no. I, I just, for clarification's sake. Sure. The <laughs> people who are listening can't see what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> Two-fold. Two-fold. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see it and they cannot understand i'm sorry i'm sorry Touche. If, if if we aren't three hobbits having a good time i really don't know i mean literally I, i'm waiting for rosie cotton over here to reel us in and say it's i can't believe she's still here she's got to be like what oh, what my goodness here we are though we're, we're right here though at, at the, this is honestly like the climax of this whole this whole bad boy so um they hear some singing well actually frodo starts singing he starts singing a little bit um, and I don't know if anybody wanted to take up song on this. 
I looking at Lane's book right now, he just has Whoa written by it. So I think he should I knew it was important because it was a song. So I wanted if it when my girls read this someday, I want them to go, Dad knew this was a big deal. That was pretty loud, but it's fine. <laughs> that uh, was good. At least it's you know, you get that close, baby. Yeah. You don't be afraid of Mike. We want your voice. I can sing the elvish part because it's in the That's fine, season. that's fine. Um I mean you know, the, Joe uh, and I can sing the, the first edition. part. Yeah. Um, you ready? Yeah, yeah. Um, here we go. <laughs> okay, we'll sing it along <laughs> while Lane is singing. Wait, wait, that. what? We're singing it simultaneously? Simultaneously. Yeah. Ready? Guys, this is going to be our worst and song. And a one, ever. and a two, two and, and a one, two, three. Still around the wait, do you guys even know the tune? Wait. A new road or a secret gate. And though I oft have passed them by, a day will come at last when I shall take. <laughs> I'm glad I wrote. Whoa! I feel the same way after hearing that. Wait, wait, that. we got some parallel structure. I thought in no, in yeah. the Elvish in the. Yeah. That was pretty good. Yeah, there's right? something lost in translation there for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm we, just not seeing it. I'm not seeing the that's notes. That's pretty good though. I was also singing in dwarfish, so that I might have been some of the disconnect. <laughs> we got that. Okay, go for it, Lane. We got this. Oh yeah, you got. Dude, I don't know if I can do this now. Now I'm a little. You guys just stole the show. We intimidated you, didn't we? <sighs> yeah. So so this is a beautiful piece of music uh, slash composition from the appendices. Mm-hmm. Not the appendices. Why do I keep saying that? The extended <laughs> edition of the Fellowship of the Ring. It's when they see the. Um, well, it's um. Oh my gosh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Gildor. Gildor. Yeah. Gildor and Glorion and the uh, the elves passing through and going. It's ironic because they're they're singing the song going to the Grey Havens. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. And um, so they have this in the film. They just kind of Sam, what elves? And they run up and everything gets gray and they're walking. I am better Githonia Silveren Penamira O Manera Gladelena Githonia That's beautiful. I think I went out of tune there at no, the no, end, no, but that's, that yeah, was good. I was faltering. No, it was good. That was actually really good. I know. I'm um, not. I'm not being so, but sarcastic. That actually, that you can good. find that. You can find that on the complete recordings. Yeah. That Howard Shore released, which we should have had as kids. Yes. That didn't come out until like tw- like the Hobbit years. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. But it is. It's. I think it goes on for like four or five minutes. They do all the different verses, yeah. and it's not even. So it's amazing when they feature artists. They don't always list them. It was like some sort of Celtic. Kiwi Quartet or something called Oasis or I don't even know what it, no Oasis is an actual band yeah. something different right and they're uncredited but their voices are beautiful and it meshes perfectly with especially in that album Enya right the sound oh, that yeah. her or the feelings that her voice evokes yeah yeah and um, yeah so it's beautiful it's worth listening to it's great study music or inspiration for like oh, yeah. art and stuff yeah. But, yeah, I'll drink to that. Absolutely, cheers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get that cream in you. But um, there there are more lines. We still remember, we who dwell in this far land beneath the trees, the straight, the, I'm sorry, the starlight on the western seas. That's beautiful. Yeah, and so this is um, a lot 
Yeah, they're they're he's singing. They're met by singing, and they come across these elves. Like, was this prearranged? It had to have been. Yes. Yes, and that's the thing, and that's so. It's so cool um, that this happens. That this is known. I mean, Arwen, the, the you know the the giving of, of that gift. Yeah, they were they were never going to Rivendell. Yeah. What? No. No. Yeah, it's great. It's great. So they halt and uh, they sat in silence, right? And then they're approached. Uh, well, we see Gildor was there and many fair elven folk. And uh, there to Sam's wonder rode Elrond and Galadriel. El- uh, and it just goes over uh, sort of their, their attire. They're wearing their rings. The rings of power, right? Um, th- we, we actually will see in this chapter the three elven rings. So that's pretty cool. Um Gosh, Elrond and Galadriel both get, k- kind of uh, greet them there. And Galadriel, it's like she already knows that Sam has used his gift to heal the Shire already. Yeah. Already She knows. felt it. Yeah. Maybe it was like makeup she puts on normally that she was missing and she's like, where's that makeup? Uh, yeah. I know it's, I know it's, it's making up the Shire. That's what she sounds like. I know Galadriel. he took it full. You hear those birds over there? Can I hope people can hear those birds? Or I think that's a mating ritual. I'm not even joking. Really? Just out in the open. Again, we're talking a lot about Rosie Cotton and how things work. So um, fitting, <laughs> fitting. Um, oh. But uh, <laughs> all right. Um, they also though. So not only are we seeing that like. The gift is used, and Gladriel is like congratulating Sam for doing that. Bilbo is there. Bilbo, isn't it his birthday? Bilbo, it's his birthday. He's like, "Hello, Frodo." Again, not a coincidence. Well, I've passed old Took today, right? Coming out of a sleep, that's the first thing you remember. It's like, don't let. Yeah, let me remind you. You know, so, um, so that's settled. Which is great. That's just an easy way to say That's settled. I passed it. It's done. Settled. In the record books. Let's go. Mark it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so now he's ready for, he's quite ready for another n- another adventure. And he says, are you coming? Mm. Are you coming? Yes, I'm coming, said Frodo. The ring bearers should go together. And Sam turns to his master and he says, where are you going, master? Though at last he understood what was happening. That's why he gave me the keys. The aha moment. Yep. Don't you think there's part of it? Well, maybe not. Maybe I'm just reading this now and thinking it. Is there a part of Sam, because he knows that he was also a ring bearer for a short time, where he's like, they talking about me too? Me me too. I I bet for a For a millisecond. And then he's like, oh, no, definitely not. Oh, he's leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But my family. Oh. No. Yeah. yeah, I I bet. You, you're with me on that. You could I see I, that I bet for like even if just for like a fraction of a second, he was like, oh no no okay. I well, see and especially if we're talking about him being torn in two and feeling like, oh yeah, attached to Frodo and always with Frodo and also his family. I could see him at least for a moment, a flash, thinking like, oh we are we're all going. Oh no no. Oh yeah. Not me. I mean even this exchange here. Frodo says, to the haven, Sam, and he replies, and I can't come. Yes. Almost like, that's exactly that a question? Yes. Or is it like, I'm coming to terms like, oh, you're going and I'm not coming with you? Yes. 
Yeah. No, that's what it is. I, so he yeah, and he even says like um they, they they talk about how Sam is he acknowledges that he is a ring bearer and that he will be whole and that he'll need to be whole for many years. But that his time may come. And I'm just like gee many Christmas. Like the impact that Frodo has has accelerated so much because of the quest that he went on. Bilbo again had the year had the ring for many more years than Frodo, but yet wasn't as close to Mordor, wasn't in much peril with it, and it was hidden away. And Sam, though, is also marked by it as well. So I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot to say there. There's a lot in those words that would suggest that maybe there'll come a time yeah. where where he may, you know, whether it's just an ending or or it is a, a, a you know a great travel. There's a there's you know I, who knows, but. Um, I if if I may yeah I think this is just it bears reading again going back into the torn in two. Um, do not be too sad, Sam. You cannot be always torn in two. You will have to be one and whole for many years. You have so much to enjoy and to be and to do. Uh, ah man, I don't know. Like that's just like that makes it into the film too. That's that's actually a voiceover from Elijah Wood when Sean at, no, Frodo, where uh, when Sam is walking back to that's right his his home that's right and embracing his Rosie and picking up Eleanor yeah and uh, it's right before the final line yeah you know and it's 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 cool that they took that and put that in. Mm. Um, I think that's really special because. Yeah. Yeah, it goes back to his like internal struggle of like where where should I be right now? Yeah. Where where is my rightful place? Yeah. Okay, and so I might have missed this because I can't remember. Does he tell Frodo that he's feeling torn into? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. I, okay, It'd be, how crazy would it be if he even just kind of felt that? Like oh. if, if Sam oh, yeah. would have never even to- used that phrasing, right? And that Frodo says here like you can't be torn into. Yeah. Right. Like, like I know. Knows yeah, I know well you're enough. feeling that way, mm-hmm. but. And I guess it is also kind of that he he would have had to remember that conversation, but also would have felt it, like that he has this devotion to him. And and even back in the beginning of the chapter where Frodo talks about you know he knew how lucky he was because no other Hobbit in the Shire and no other Hobbit's property in the Shire was so well looked after than he because of Sam. Yeah. Um. You know, Bag End was a jewel. He was taken care of. He didn't need anything. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, as the sun sets, my friend. I know in the west as it sets. I know it's crazy. This is crazy. <sighs> so, um, so he says that you know he's he's Sam is upset because he thinks that Frodo should have many more years left in the Shire, and he says that um, he thought so too. Yeah, he thought that he would. Um, but I have been too deeply hurt, Sam. I tried to save the Shire, and it has been saved, but not for me. It must often be so, Sam. When things are in danger, that someone has to give them up, lose them, so that others may keep them. And that's exactly what Frodo does. Yeah. You know? It's exactly what he does. And he understands that it's... And I think, in a way, knowing he did that and he saved it for others is everything Frodo needs. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Right? I think that's everything he needs. So... Wow. He has that Um, peace of mind of knowing that the Shire has been saved... He accomplished what he set out to do, and that's all he needs. Right. Yeah, like you said. Yeah. Don't you even think that, like, him leaving is a part of that as well? 
like he's able to finally maybe fully because he's disconnecting. He's like, okay, finally. Yeah. yeah. I'm not even in it anymore. No, no, no. Right. Exactly. I'm leaving. I'm going to a different realm. That's right. Like now it can be fully theirs. Yep. Yep. And maybe that's why this time has been so hard for him too is it's like he's still been enjoying, you know, yeah. a restored yeah. Shire and it's like, well, this this isn't even the point. It's not for me. Right. I don't know. No, for sure. I get that 100%. Um, Frodo tells him that uh, that he's his heir. He says to Sam that you are my heir and everything will pass to him. And um, it's kind of interesting. I think, you know, Frodo and his far-seeingness, right, and his ability to see into the future. He says, you have Rose, you have Eleanor, and Frodo lad will come, and Rosie lass, and Mary, and Goldilocks, and Pippin, and perhaps more that I cannot see. He has a ton of kids. I want to say like 18 children. Yeah, well, the crazy, it's, it's that, it's, you know, it's, yeah, it, it, the idea is that Frodo can see that, you know, and it, he predicts that and, and sees it. So, so is this the same Goldilocks that encounters come on Bayorn and You're, his oh my his, gosh, that's hilarious. Uh, his siblings you're right his, his wife and child you're darn right you are on it absolutely <laughs> man you see what um, I did there I did I, Elaine did yeah uh let's see It'll keep you busy yeah the, the kids are gonna keep you busy right this is now come ride with me I come. hear that yeah um Elrond and Gladriel rode on, for the Third Age was over, and the days of the rings were past, and an end was come in the story and the song of those times. With them went many elves of the high kindred, who would no longer stay in Middle-earth, and among them filled with sadness that was yet blessed without bitterness, rode Sam and Frodo, Bilbo, and the elves delighted to honor them. So you have these three hobbits riding with the elves as they, as they go along. Um, they came at last to the gates, and Kierden, the shipwright, had come forth to greet them. He was very tall. Um, pretty cool to kind of actually meet Kierden and, and see him. That's yeah. how you it's know. pronounced. Kierden. Kierden. Sounds very Celtic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very yeah. true. It's a possible boy name. Kierden. For children. Oh, well, yeah. For yours? For your, for your child. I mean, maybe for mine. We'll see. Kierden. Is, this a, is that a Could strong you commitment? Are pretty you going to cool. name your son Kierden? Kierden. I mean... Kierden Lewis? That's Annalise pretty cool. Annalise is a big Tolkien fan, so I think... Name a girl Lucy. Name a boy Kierden. Just alternate Narnia and Tolkien. Back and forth. Yep. yep that's fine. Baggins forth. Baggins forth. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Please continue. Yeah, I know. Um, so then Kierden actually leads them to the Havens, and uh, there was a white ship. There was a white ship there waiting for them, right? So, and as they approach, and they, 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 they come across someone who they hadn't seen in a bit. <laughs> who is it? Gandalf. Gandalf? Name. Gandalf is there. Uh, he's wearing openly the ring. The ring. Right? And uh, this really, you know, it's This weird. is like the final nail, isn't it, it's for it. Sam? It's, it's, it's the final nail. Like, he sees Gandalf is also like, leaving. Come on. Gandalf is going. No more fireworks. And it's really hard, I think, for him just because, like, he'll probably never, like, seeing the fellowship at all is just going away. He still had his friends. He still had Frodo. He still, Gandalf was, the potential was there. It's gone. Yeah. It's all going away so fast. Um, so, yeah, he was now sorrowful at heart. And it seemed to him that if the partings would be bitter, more grievous still would be the long road home sure. alone. Yeah. 
Oh, that's but, true because Mary and Pippin aren't aren't here yet. That's yeah, right. 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 But even as they stood there and the elves were going aboard and all was being made ready to depart, up rode Mary and Pippin in great haste. <laughs> and amid his tears, Pippin laughed. You tried to give us the slip once before and failed, Frodo, <laughs> he said. This time, you nearly succeeded, but you have failed again. It was not Sam, though, that gave you away this time, but Gandalf himself. Yes, said Gandalf, for it would be better to ride back three together than one alone. Here again, this I, I love how even even in this last, like, last moments of Middle Earth that Gandalf is this orchestrator. He's he's working things behind the scenes for the best of ev- for you know for the for everyone's best and um everyone's benefit I guess right he 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 knew like he thought this and that's what Gandalf does isn't it he thinks everything through all the way like Frodo's leaving I'm going Sam will be going home alone he didn't have to think about Sam right but remember he's <laughs> the fact that Sam went with Frodo on this quest he deemed a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Like if you can find someone to bring with you, I wouldn't discourage it. So I would not send one home on their own as well. Yeah. Deep, man. People Deep. wonder, people wonder why Tolkien was the author of the century. Let me tell you right now. That right there. I'll tell you, seriously, those that things, alone. those connections yeah. are deep. Yeah. That's yeah, they wild. Are. Yeah. To understand that, to have someone like Gandalf who can say, although I'm going away, I won't leave you. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Right? I'll that, send... And, yeah, because right? Sam's thinking the fellowship's... It's at an end and I'm losing everyone and Gandalf showing him, no, you're not losing everyone. Mm-mm. No, you're not. You're losing one. Here are two. Right. Here are two. That were with you this that were time. That were with you. That, yeah. like, yeah, they didn't have the same... You didn't have the same relationship with, with them as you did with Frodo, but that that's passing on. Mm-hmm. These are going to be your friends in the future. These are going to be the ones that grow. you grow into friendship with. Yep. It's just beautiful, dude. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's honestly wonderful. And that their common bond is Frodo, that their connection was Frodo. I mean, they have common interests in, in that alone. They have a shared friend, mutual friend. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so I'm going to read this, yeah. all right, if, if this is okay. Yeah, of course. Um, <clears throat> Whew. Um, yeah. Yes, said Gandalf, for it would be better to ride back together than than one alone. Well, here at last, dear friends, on the shores of the sea, comes the end of our fellowship in Middle-earth. Go in peace. I will not say, do not weep, for not all tears are an evil. They've got to, I mean, <laughs> they got to be crying, dude. I yeah. mean, this is like, their friend is leaving. Yeah. Th- this is, um... He's gone. Yeah. This this is death. Yeah. This is what this is what Tolkien said that he was this is a story about like this is this is that departure. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Even though we don't see Frodo die or kill this is this is something more actually. Yeah. yeah. You get to see him and it's described and I'll go back to it in a second. But they're parting with their friend and they've gathered in a small little memorial celebration here to see him off. And it's just unbelievable. And it actually does make me think a little bit of like a life celebration. Yeah. And you don't and it's interesting how life how the parting of one person will bring people back together. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh it's just yeah. And then Gandalf there to see that like 
they'll be okay because they have each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that Frodo's spirit and that is there among them and that they can ride back together with yeah. each other yeah. and can and continue and carry on that, that memory. I'm going to talk about Frodo when we're done with this because there's a lot. Um, so then Frodo kissed Mary and Pippin and last of all Sam and they went aboard. And the sails were drawn up and the wind blew and slowly the ship slipped away down the long gray firth and the light of the glass of Galadriel that Frodo bore glimmered and was lost. And the ship went out into the high sea and passed on into the west, until at last on a night of rain, Frodo smelled a sweet fragrance on the air and heard the sound of singing that came over the water. Can you imagine that? As you're sailing, he he smells this sweet fragrance, and he hears singing. And then it seemed to him that as in his dream in the house of Bombadil, let me remind you, it's this, that we're back to Bombadil. And it seemed to him that as in his dream in the house of Bombadil, the gray rain curtain turned all to silver glass and was rolled back, and he beheld white shores and beyond them a far green country under a swift sunrise. I'm, I'm really glad for Frodo. Yeah. Um, I'm really glad that he got that he gets there. I'm yeah. telling you what, yeah. I I cannot believe. I I'm gonna say this now because there are not many books series that can that cause me to get this emotional. Yeah. yeah. I mean seriously, I, know, I cannot man. believe it. Like, I read other fa- I'm in other fandoms. I read other things. I like other sci-fi fantasy. This is why he's the best. Yeah. This is it right here. I, yeah. <laughs> we got to see past the curtain just a little bit yeah yeah and, and we know how hard it was for frodo and he's there friends he's made it yeah. made it so we want everyone to know right and we'll say it again at the end of the show that's <laughs> crazy <laughs> that, that frodo he, lives he, he that's the whole point yeah that's the whole point yeah to everything we've said is right there yeah frodo goes on and better than that is that his memory lives on and that his friends are going to ride back now and think about him and the great deeds that he did and that's why I brought up, like, he has no descendants. And that's something else, right? He doesn't have children, but he yeah. does have his friends, his companions. His yeah. legacy. His legacy. Yeah. And he's got that, and that lives on. Like, he names Sam his heir. Yeah. yeah. Similar to how Bilbo did Frodo. I mean, it's it's so cool. I think it's so interesting it's a diff it's very different it's not it is it's not typical no it's not typical and so that to me there are those people that's why i'm like so floored i don't know why it took me clear into the end of the series to really think about that and to think about that he just lived this life he has his book writes it down his time is done and it's time for him to go to his eternal rest yeah and for him to i mean this is the rest that he needed the rest of them now you know, Mary and Pippin and, and Sam are resting now in their country, and they've healed it, and this is their great rest. Yeah. They they are resting here, and th- there'll be a final rest eventually, but it was not re- – th- that, that world, um, Frodo gave up. He had to, he had to give up everything, yeah. Yeah. everything, so that they could have it all. Yeah. So we go back to our original conversation back at, like, the Council of Elrond, and I'm sitting here going, Bilbo, yes, was a great ring bearer, and there were many things that that, grew, that that he had to kind of like endure and that mm-hmm. the ring had a great, you know, yes, he gives it up willingly and things like that. But wow, you can't compare the two, Lane. No, no. no. 
You can't, guys. No, I mean, vocals are very different. They're so different. They're yeah. so different. I think, honestly, where that scene the most has, has been in these last two chapters. Yeah. It's been in the, uh, like, like how Frodo has to, had to deal with that trauma and the ramifications oh, yeah. of that. And I think, you know, Bilbo gave it up and he, he missed adventure, right? But mm. he went to Rivendell and he got to just kind of... Retire. Yeah, yeah. retire. It, it literally, that's the perfect way to see. He retired. There was none of that for Frodo. He, when he came back to retirement, his home was destroyed. Yeah. And he had to help write that. And even that was grievous. Grievous. That was like another um, another burden he had to bear to make sure that hobbits didn't kill one another, to make sure that you know he did everything he could to make sure there was no unnecessary death. And then it's restored. And it, but it's not the same. It's not the place that he left, and he's not the same. Mm-hmm. He's not the same Hobbit. He'll never be the same Hobbit. You know, wistfully wishing for adventure and then surviving a quest are two very different things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and it's like I and I love that that Valinor is described this way with the far green country. It's his new Shire. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 that place, born again in him. Like it's a new, true adventure. You know, he's always loved elves. It's fitting that he's going to be with elves. His, in a way, you could say that Bilbo is his spouse. Yeah. Not in a not in a traditional sense. What I mean is like the spouse of his heart. Like his one great yeah. love in this world was his uncle. Yeah. Yeah. His uncle who saved him from being an orphan. That's right. His uncle who gave him everything. His yeah. uncle who named him his heir even though he shouldn't have. Yeah. You yeah. know? Someone who stuck his neck out for him at every chance. Um, He wanted to be like him. He was his hero. Uh, And we see that in the movies. I think we definitely see it even more here in the books. But yeah. he's with him. He's with Gandalf, like the the great wizard, the great friend, the uh, uh, mentor. The con- yeah, the the um um. All right, I can't even think of the word I'm trying to say. Whatever the the um. Yeah, who gives him great counsel? You know, yeah. and he's there in a place that that we are looking at, thinking, "Wow, it sounds like the Shire." You know, yeah, and um. It's the only place he could be. It's the only place he could be. It's the fitting ending for him, and in a way, it's a new beginning for him. And it's what he. It's what you said. I'm happy for him because it's what he deserves. And his reward was long delayed. He should have had it right away. Yeah. And he didn't. Everyone else got little he pieces suffered. of theirs along the way, and he he continued to suffer. It's like four years or more that yeah. he that he suffers. Yeah. Actually, we I, we didn't really cover that, but like so four times the journey itself. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He had to carry that for for that long, and I, and I, with no one to relate to. Yeah, no, no one no, can relate no. to him. Not no. to the level. No, not a chance. So nope. no one to even really have conversations. You had to hide all that. He had to suffer his sickness on his own. It was only Sam that noticed because Sam. And even even Sam being so busy, he didn't notice probably as much as he as he could have. Yeah, you know, and because he at that point was no longer just solely focused on Mr. Frodo, it was all kinds of things. So just a loneliness. Yeah, that now he no longer has to have. Yep, exactly, exactly. So this I think is interesting. So we get to see. Do you, do you know why this is a story about death? This is these two paragraphs right here. So we actually. This is amazing. I think if you ask Tolkien, like, he says that after he's written it. 
Yeah, this is and the when, end. When he was pushed to like, yeah, but like, at yeah. The, and I, I only bring that up because that's where we're at right now. Oh yeah, it's a story about a, a great many other things, right? Right, for sure. But these last two paragraphs, we just saw where Frodo and where our loved ones go. Now watch this. But to Sam, the evening deepened to darkness as he stood at the haven, and he looked at the gray sea and he saw only a shadow on the waters that was soon lost in the west. There still he stood far into the night, hearing only the sigh and the murmur of the waves on the shore on the shores of Middle Earth. That is exactly what that is. Exa- I mean, that is literally a parallel to our lost loved ones when they transcend. Yeah, and they go beyond. Yeah, into the great unknown. Yeah, and we are we are here watching them go. Those very differing perspectives, like yeah. they're transcending into light. And completeness and beauty, and we're left just trying to pick up the pieces. My friend, and with shadows and memories and echoes. Exactly, and I will tell you right now, I don't know how long he spent on on this on this on this line right here, uh, but the but the gray rain curtain turned all to silver glass and was rolled back, and he beheld white shores and beyond them a far green country under a swift sunrise. I mean, it, 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 you could argue that's one of the best lines in. Ever the written language ever I I I I, that's what it that's what I want it to look like yeah and that's what I think it will look like yeah it's crazy I think he gave it a great deal of thought yes he did you know and I I really think he had to you know and as you say what would what would Frodo see and that's what Frodo saw yeah so that is amazing amazing to me um but beside him beside Sam stood Mary and Pippin. And they were silent. And that happens. Silence. Yeah. People grieve in different ways. Yeah. yeah. And, and we, they, even they throughout this, through, when, you, when you read all the way through, Joe, you'll find that, like, there are, after these huge moments, there's silence. They're silent because that's exactly what needs to happen. Yeah. Like, how often, we're not silent enough, man, in these days. Like, it's just, you have to respond right away. You have to, uh, uh, you know, like on the, uh, I I don't know. There's 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 something to just taking a minute, processing things, yeah. honoring what just happened. If it's something good or bad, whatever it is, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, yeah, it's not valued anymore. It's seen as a, a sign of weakness, like being yeah, silent. Like what? Well, like what are you doing, man? Like yeah. I love to see those people, who, who will let a moment sit. And you ask them a question and you don't give them the time to respond. You really didn't want the answer. No. Yeah. And so, like, it, there's a lot. There's a big lesson in this, in silence and that wait time and allow appreciating that and respecting it. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, so yeah, I think it's interesting. And the last couple paragraphs here. So, at last, the three companions turned away and never again looked back as they rode slowly homeward. And they sp- they spoke no word to one another until they came back to the Shire, but each. And this is something Joe brought up. But each had great comfort in his friends on the long gray road. Each had great comfort in his friends on the long gray road. At the last, they rode over the downs uh, and took the east road. And Mary and Pippin rode on to Buckland. <laughs> there they go, right? They're, they're riding on. Um, and already they were singing again. <laughs> already they were singing again. But Sam turned to Bywater and so came back up the hill. As day was ending once more, and he went on, and there was a yellow light and a fire within, and the evening meal was ready, and he was expected. (laughs) 
He was expected. <laughs> it's not unexpected. We don't see expected very often. No, in no he was expected. Yep. And uh, and Rose drew him in and set him in his chair and put little Eleanor upon his lap. He drew a deep breath. Well, I'm back, he said. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. There's I don't want to like cut the silence short. I just want to get these out. There's a couple things that he does there that makes me think of that comparison of coming home makes me think of when they uh find Tom Bombadil's house. Yep. The golden light all around. That's right. And then also that word expected. I mean, we just kind of said jokingly, like, I expect, not much expect. I don't know how often that's been used in this story. No, that's... Is that's, maybe this the first time? And is that a, a a an incredibly genius, intentional word choice of, yes. so far everything has been unexpected. Yeah. Right. This is the end because we finally have something that is expected. Mm-hmm. And it's good. And it's where Sam should be. Yeah. And we don't have to worry about Sam. And also... The way, you know, like like when I think about the last chapter when the hobbits came back and they would kind of tell stories about what they had done and most hobbits were just trying to be polite and they yeah. were just like, okay, yeah. Oh, you don't say, huh? Right. Oh, okay. The fact that he comes home and he doesn't even explain what happened because in this story we've seen that that's not what it's about. It's about the experience itself. It's not about yeah. putting it on Instagram. It's not about writing it in a book. It's about the experience. Yeah. And that all he says is, I'm back. He doesn't say, I can't believe what happened. I'm so broken up. You know, and I'm sure he has those conversations later. Yeah. But it's just, it happened. It doesn't even matter how I try to explain it. No one will ever understand it other than me. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Crazy. And I, in a way, I think that is almost... Tolkien's advice to people who go through huge transitions in life, whether it's of immense loss or a new stage in life and are wrestling with this transition period is you take it moment by moment, day by day. Sam just experienced the loss of his closest friend who he experienced life-altering experiences with. And... He gets home and he says, okay, I'm back. And lives day by day because that's all you can do sometimes. Yeah. Do you like, feel a little bit of that right now? I mean, it's obviously it's you're not losing anything. You're gaining everything. Yeah. But do you feel that like um, taking it day by day, brand new? I mean, you're moving to a brand new place in Ohio. You're up in the North Farthing now. Mm-hmm. You're engaged. You're, things are changing. You know yeah. what I mean for you? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely like... And I, I truly mean this. I've, I've no regrets about the decision I made. But yeah, it is like when I take a step back, it's like I have just taken a huge shift in my life. For 31 years, I've lived pretty much around the same place. I've been single for most of that. And then in a matter of two weeks, I got engaged and I moved two hours north which 
you know, still isn't as far as maybe some people, but it's like sorry, that's a big deal, man. It's a big yeah. deal. It, it's it's just like it's almost Michigan. Oh yeah, <laughs> which I'm a fan of. But yeah, I know. Oh, I, I forget. Yeah, right, right. I my parents, if they listen to this, they'll hate me for saying this. I I'm not as phased by. I know. By Michigan. I know you're not. I love I, it. And Ann Arbor is a beautiful city. It's gorgeous. Been up there. All of Michigan's it's gorgeous. So, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's like just some truth to that. Is if you try. You, it's very easy to um, just obsess over the bigger picture of, okay, there's some huge changes going in my, on in my life right now. There's a ton going on. It's easy to get stressed about. It's easy to be like, what is, how do I process all this? How do I deal with all this? Right. And really, the only... I mean, not the only, like, but some of the best solace and comfort you can find is finding that place of comfort, whether it's with someone or in a certain spot, be it family or loved ones, whatever the case may be, and just say, okay, I'm here in this place now, here in the now, this is where I am, and this is where I can find peace in this moment. I'm not going to focus on all the crazy stuff ahead of me of all these unknowns these things that how drastically my life is changing it's here and now in this moment i'm back in a place that brings me joy and i'm gonna focus in on that right now can i just tell you yeah <clears throat> that sounds like a man who's experienced it hmm. you know who knows what he's talking about yeah 100 <laughs> i'm serious i love that i because that actually uh, I think I need to hear that. Like that's actually yeah. really, uh, really good because I'm not far seeing. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I. I don't know what's gonna come. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, I. I do need to just enjoy the now, and I do, and I feel like for the most part you do. But it's great to be reminded that, like, because gosh, it just it literally when I think about this journey, my friendships have been rekindled. Yeah. It seems like it was just yesterday. It does not seem that that long ago. And every time I come down here, I see Winnie, mm-hmm. I see the kids, I see him growing up, and we've had parties and things here. We've done all. The, it, it's crazy. It is wild. It yeah. is crazy. Yeah. I, I, if you think about it, Lane. I mean, think I back. Know. Like right when we start, this is crazy. I know. Yeah. You think that far back. I, so I think that's good counsel. That's good wisdom. Like yeah. that's to to think about those moments. Find your happiness. Find those moments where you can latch on and and find joy. Mm. Um, whatever it may be, friendship. Yeah. You know, and I, like, yeah. like the, I don't know. That's encouraging. Hmm. So, yeah. What do you think, man? Your turn. Well. Um, You're back. I'm back. I don't know. We we have been. <laughs> I feel like we've been on a, a on a big quest. <laughs> a big, wow, it's a blue heron. I've been all over the Holy place. Holy cow. You see that? Yeah. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Sorry, not to... That's no, that's no. a that's a omen. That's a that's sign. A, that, that's a sign. That's a sign. That's beautiful. That those well, aren't flying elves. I don't know what I, is. I wish I could describe this moment. I really do. I wish I could describe, like I for a second, fellas, take a look at that sky. Yeah. And you cannot. We cannot. Be full of stars in a second, man. We cannot describe this to you. I mean, I cannot. The the, the white blending into the blue here. I the green accented. Goldberry sitting over here. The fire yeah. crackling. The peace and quiet. The birds chirping. The things fellowship. calming down. The, the fu- yeah, the sun setting. The light changing. Gosh, smells. The smells. Sounds. 
Hmm. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's unreal. I, I don't know if Sarah, I don't, Sarah, I don't know if Sarah was out here when we were talking about this earlier, but we we brought up during this last this episode because this is it. I mean, this is the ending of of the Lord of the Rings. Hmm. Um, we went on a quest. We set out. We stood in your kitchen. I think it was it's two and a half two and a half years ago is when that conversation happened. Three years ago is when we met in Lancaster and mm-hmm. started talking. And then just before that, you had sent me some text and we had started texting and talking and things. And I cannot tell you how blessed mm. I am to have gone on this journey. I'm serious. <laughs> It's crazy, man. It is crazy. I have met so many people. God, dude, it's just wild, man. It's like two weeks in a row where I've like gotten emotional. What is real? Oh, man. But I love how you start laughing once you cry. Though. It's a, <laughs> it is a nice little laugh. Uh, yeah, it helps a little bit. No, me, I mean, it's me crazy. too, man. Like, the honor has been mine. Uh, uh, the fact that you wanted to do this, the fact that we have... Um, you know, obviously, like, that Sarah was like, yeah, do something crazy. Guys, I know. go for it. Do something wild <laughs> yeah. where you stay up late and you're trashed on Saturday mornings. And <laughs> the fact that, I mean. She was there. But I that was... is my wife. My wife yeah. is always like, whatever you want to do, I will help you however I can. And so I cannot thank my wife enough, Sarah, obviously. Yeah. I can't thank you enough for being the best podcasting partner. And then not only going on this adventure, but, but um, you know, the three of us going into Narnia and, and yeah. the magic that that has become and how that is just, yeah. Like you think it can't even get better and it does wholesome. Some of the most wholesome conversations. Yeah. Best I mean, conversations I mean, you, I've ever you had. And, and you, uh, making the sacrifice to come down here every week and try things and set things up where we're on YouTube and we're doing, you know, different, even different types of podcasts. We do appendices stuff. We're doing all this stuff. And it's yeah. just, I, I, I feel like I, don't ever have to worry about coming to you with an idea and you going, yeah, nah, I don't know. That's never happened. It's always like, <laughs> no. let's make it happen. Let's do it. Let's make it let's happen. Let's go. In the same way that Sarah, you know, that Sarah uh, gives me that, like, that blessing of, let's try it. Let's do it. Sounds good. Yeah. And then all our friends who've come on, like you, Joe, mm-hmm. who've said, I, yeah, I've never done this before, but I will come down and it would be, I would count it like, um, uh, an honor. There you go. An honor. Okay. Yeah. And and something fun to experience and and conversations that just because of this format, you know, we wouldn't have the same kind of because they're direct and they're focused yeah. and they're centered around something else and that they live for. Uh, and and I, it sounds ridiculous, but I find so much peace knowing that these beautiful conversations, these beautiful moments, are somewhere where other people can see them. Of course. Yeah. yeah but sure. I'm selfish. Yeah. And for me, it's the fact that. If I'm ever in a hard time or I'm thinking WWAD and I need to go back into a moment where the three of us are hanging out and talking, yeah, I can pick up my phone, click on an episode, and be back in that moment. I can yeah. go onto YouTube, I can click on an episode, and I can be there. And that for me is is really special because I think what we do, I think we do capture magic. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think we do. And I think that that's what uppers love about it and people are friends and, and you know, people who even for a little portion of this enjoy this podcast i think that they, that's what they recognize and it's just honestly it's beyond us it's like when you learn in these stories about the light mm-hmm. and the water yeah and the wind yep 
and that there are like powers um, far greater than us working. And it's just a sign of that, and it's a reflection of that. So yeah, I mean, dude, it's just been it's been crazy. Like I'm sitting here looking at this book, and it's close, and I'm thinking every week it's like, well, what chapter do I read? And sometimes right. it feels like that. Sometimes it's like, geez, man, I can't keep up. Like what yeah. chapter this week? And I'm looking at that book, and I'm thinking, what chapter next week. <laughs> I, yeah. I want another chapter. Like I, I like, it's so funny. You get because there. I'm sure there were times that Frodo and Sam felt that way too. Of of just hey, here we go again. Here we go again. Maybe yeah. maybe not because it's that wasn't probably as enjoyable, right? <laughs> but they had yeah. moments along the way yeah. where they found yeah. joy. The think about Ethelion and the garden that that was. I think yeah. about moments like Rivendell. Uh, these good experiences they had along the way, and it's just like wow. I should have appreciated that a little bit more, but. Yeah, yeah, so it's pretty wild, man. It definitely has reflected, I feel like, a quest. Um, do you feel like it's been complete? Do you feel like, I know we, there's more to come, and, and as long as you're willing. This is a benchmark. This is a milestone, but, I think. Yeah, yes, like, I really I, truly I feel that way. I was talking to Joe. I said, I said, Joe, the crazy thing is you're here at the end, yeah. but you're at the beginning as well. Yeah. Because we talked well, about, about Frodo. So, That's so like, like Frodo, right? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Exactly what it is. Because there are more. There are more things we want to do. Like it's family. It really. This. Yeah. This is family. Like I come down here. I'm Uncle Ez. Your Uncle Joe. Yeah. <laughs> like this is. This what it's about. I hope people get that. That's yeah. what this is all about. And it's. It's. It's life. It's a journey. It's an adventure. You guys are here. Listen. The listeners are with us. Yeah. And. It's a fellowship. You've come on this journey. We're, we got a chance to write some motivational, you know, like quotes and, and, and some stuff in people's books. And yeah. that's a connection we were making. We talked yeah, about it last crazy. week. And, yep. like, I, I look forward to more of that as long as we can and, and, and stuff. And, you know, again, it's, it, is, it does take some sacrifice. There are, there, I mean, again, I will say Sarah literally helps us so much in, like, doing yeah. Narnia and all this. Like, it's – you got I, I don't know. I do want to say Let's this here bow. at the end. It, there's so much. Come on, turn around. Spin them. Show them, show them the other side, Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so much that goes into it, and you're. I think Lane's right. There were times where basically you were like, "Wow," because school would get tough or things would happen. Yeah, work would get, would catch up to you, and you're like, "Man." And there's always that. There's always that like uh, unspoken pressure too. It's like we are hobbits and we're goofballs. That's right. And we that's we our spin, and that's what we enjoy doing. We love yeah. having fun with this because yeah. it is fun. Yes. yes, and it should be fun. Oh yeah. But we also want to make sure that we're adding something. Substance. Yes, something yeah. constructive and something that people go, huh, you know, haven't really thought of that before. These guys are goofy and ridiculous, but that's kind of an interesting point. And so mm-hmm. the burden to find those and to be able to remember them and hang on to them and write them down or put them in a doc or underline a line or remember to elaborate on a point. And yeah. then even the, in the moments to make sure that, hey, we – we're not busy just thinking of our own thoughts that we're listening to each other. Yep. Yeah. That I yep. can listen to him and go, holy cow, I never thought of that. Oh, and that made me think of this. So it's truly trying to operate like a book club That's where right. it's it's you're with each other. And, and yeah, and to everyone. That's why it's two and a half hours sometimes. Exactly. Yes. It's like just, <laughs> and everyone who, who, who uh, joins in this journey with us, like we thank you so much. Um, without uppers, we, 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 it would certainly wouldn't have the – far-reaching impact that it right. has and, right. and just even just i don't know the expanded joy of it that's all true. so yeah. that's true so we want to thank all of you obviously yep. for sure um yeah uh wow well um i was thinking for tolkien stories this week we would hear yours mine yeah is that cool like so so we need your in the bywater yeah. post we've got joe lewis telling us his, oh, his origins in the middle earth how he got into tolkien yes 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 okay so um this uh, 
And you can't go too long. That's that's an understanding that you talk as long as you want. Okay. So it really kind of started for me when I was in eighth grade. This is like first year not being homeschooled. Okay. So, you know, yeah, I was homeschooled. Didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, I was a cool kid. And (laughs) in eighth grade, I went to this private school uh, with a class of like 10 people. And I had this friend, I don't know if he'll ever listen to this, but I'll maybe, you know, do a shout out. His name is Michael Radigan. Okay. He lives in Florida right now. He <laughs> loved, and I, I think he still does, he loved Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I did not know what was cool and what was not cool because I was homeschooled. And this guy is like in eighth grade, probably like five foot ten, like, grown man size, super tall, super athletic, but he loved Lord of the Rings. And I was like, I don't know what's cool, but you seem like a cool guy, <laughs> and so I'm going to like Lord of the Rings, too. Right. So he and I, um, we went to all the midnight premieres of the movies together. In eighth grade, he, like, told me all about Lord of the Rings. Um, uh, I tried to read it. I'm guilty to say that I, I didn't finish it all the way because I wasn't as much of a reader but I got excited about the Tolkien universe in through the movies sure yeah and yeah. so this is kind of nerdy but like in eighth grade we we learned elvish phrases That's and sweet. like what? made elvish nicknames like insult nicknames for like the people <laughs> in our class that we didn't like yeah so there's this really <laughs> short guy that we called Peniliamin, which means little one. <laughs> and I like learned, uh, there's some of them that I still remember, like, which means Lord of the Universe, bless you, which I was like, oh, oh that's my so gosh. Cool. Well, and your linguistic and then, connection that yeah. you were a Spanish major. And, and then, like, which means curse you, you big cheesehead. And it was just like, nobody, that isn't as epic, but like, you That's know. Wait, awesome. so I, okay, I need to pause for a second because we need to have you on the next time we have Jimmy Nichols on. Oh, I would love and that. And talk about the <laughs> linguist. Oh, yeah. That'll be nature of. That. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. So it was like, that was my introduction. It was a, a person who was passionate about this, who loved the world that Tolkien had created. And then I watched these movies with him, and partly because of his passion and also because I have just always been a huge movie fan, I was just entranced by this world. Just just by, and just in watching the movies, I mean, I remember in middle school, mostly in high school, just watching these movies over and over and over again, being like, I could quote the entire movie. I, I, I've watched the extended editions, like marathons, mm-hmm. multiple times. Mm-hmm. Just absolutely love them. Right. And I, um, you know, it was such an honor. This is where I might get a little emotional. Um, you know, I a few years back, I remember when, when you two were like, hey, we're going to start this podcast. I was like, what? That's so cool. And I was like, even though I haven't read the books, I am just, this is so cool. This is something you guys are passionate about. I think this is awesome. And it was this huge honor to me when Lane was like, hey, we're going to have this this festival that's going to be set up like a long expected party and we want you to be Bilbo. And I was like, absolutely, absolutely, 100%. Lane knows my love of like 
playing different characters. So I like read the. You ho- should be in Hollywood, like <laughs> oh yeah, being a movie star no, is what you should be. Doing. Oh my gosh! But I just I love Could this. Be. I listened to the dramatization of the Hobbit, and I I picked up different things of like this is how I play Bill Biljo, and that's how Biljo was created. I yeah. I listened to different things and watched different interpretations. I was like. Bill Joe Baggins, this is actual service, and and just I I loved it, I loved it, and getting to reprise that role this past September was just a blast. There's things that I fully plan on doing as long as you will have me back to do every year and just mm-hmm. add to it. Yeah, and even just oh my gosh, the honor of being able to come here for this last chapter and reading my first chapter of lord of the rings as the last chapter that's so cool and just yeah, the, the, so the cool. sheer poetry of that of being like this is where i start and i fully plan to read through the entire book after this just getting a a small taste of the beauty that is tolkien's writing and you know i just speaking as someone who has been directly affected by just the wonder and closeness of this podcast and of this work of art that you guys have created, like speaking for everyone else who listens to this and who has been touched by this podcast, like, thank you guys. Like this has just been such an amazing community of, of people that I've gotten to meet and connect with. And even in telling them, like, I haven't really read the books. I really love the movies of like, it's not something to be ashamed of or no. put yourself down. Like you know, Elvish, so my friend. You yeah, know, Elvish. Like, say, yeah. You know, I just like, like I. This is this is my people. This is a community yeah. of people that's such just a positive environment to be around and to and to 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 say that like you guys created this group. That you guys created a community of people over a common love of the works of Tolkien is something that you guys should be so proud of and is really a testament to just the amazing job that you guys have done of of creating this podcast, creating a community of people uh, over a united fandom, but even more than that, of a, a family that can join together and just be at ease with each other. I just think is such... A beautiful thing so thank you guys thank you for creating this thank you for including me in this journey it's just been such an honor to see as it's progressed over the past two and a half years and to be privileged enough to be a part of it in in different aspects has just been such a privilege and honor to me and so that's been my Tolkien journey (laughs) Well, it's clear two That's, things after you said that. A, thank you for your kind words. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, we did not pay or tell Joe to say any of that stuff. <laughs> we um, did feed him. We did feed him. <laughs> we did feed him. So it may have been, may have been uh, persuaded a little bit, but definitely not uh, overtly. Um, but also, like, Joe needs a podcast. <laughs> I'm telling did you. Did you right. hear that? Yes, like, that I, was, yes. dude, you just inspired me, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the, you're, you're such a good speaker. Oh, thank you. You're so. You're so entertaining. I, I have to share a memory. As you're talking about like your love for acting and stuff, preparing for Bill Joe, I'll never forget. I don't remember what play it was at the NAS, but it's the only NAS play I went to go watch. And it's because you were in it. And we had just become friends. So I'm like, Joe Lewis is in that thing? I'll go check it out. I'll go check it out. <laughs> and he's on stage 
playing some kind of role. He's got a top hat and a cane and a vest. <laughs> and something happens where he does a real quick move and boop, oh, yeah. bang, out of his pocket and on the floor pops his uh, cell phone. Yeah. And the improvisational master that he is, he doesn't go, oh, dang it, my phone. I quit. No, he. I can't remember if it was your foot or your I cane. Took, yeah. But you reach out and slide it off stage wow. and continue acting. Wow. And it was a perfect, and he goes, the face was great. He goes, whoop, almost like the character was going, whoops, what's this crazy magnificence from the future? And it was such a clean stroke. <laughs> that no one even it was people died laughing i thought this young man has the, the power genius. to yeah. make a, a possibly and almost definitely embarrassing moment one where everyone instead of them laughing at him he had them laughing That's right yeah and i was clutch. like that is joe lewis in a in a snapshot, that's who he Thank is. You. He <laughs> inspires you. He brings joy. He brings love. I thought you were giving me oh. a fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's that, all. I just, that moment. That's the opposite no of what of the he did. did. I was like, sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so anyway, um, <laughs> thank just, you. Yeah. Thank so you, it, it had to end this way. There was no yeah, other way it could yeah. end. And oh, I know, dude. I know. The, and yeah. And the first year, it was hilarious because it was the first LEP was small. Yeah. I mean, if you were there, you remember, right? And um, people didn't necessarily, they were like, what's this? Is this guy? So who is he? Is he dry? Because it wasn't the same kind of fanfare as year two. But the beautiful thing was, by the end of it, they were like, oh, this is is great. And then year two, it was like, guys, Bill Joe's coming. And everyone knew what that meant. Either you were there the year before or you had heard about bill joe baggins coming and it was like you became a mascot for the party a living character within <laughs> yeah. two years and it was just it was so cool was so, so yeah fun. yeah however that continues in the future um you're contractually obligated i don't know if you know this but oh, one night right. i had you yeah. sign something signed blood. of course yeah so um, some golden perch in there and he just <laughs> there he is we got him is he under a tree somewhere <laughs> so but uh no that and that is our honor um thank you yeah bro uh, well, we are into strawberries with cream. This is the end of it, guys. This is, is there's nothing I know left to is say. It? The ship is sailing off into the distance, and there's three of us looking at. Oh no, that's Sarah. Wow, she's beautiful. Okay. Wow. Sam, you didn't have that ending, did you, pal? <laughs> hey. You had to go home to Rosie. Oh, okay, I'm already home. You're already home. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how, how can. So, so the next journey, right? We're gonna have a couple bonus episodes that come out after this. Yeah, we're, we're it, gonna have more stuff on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. I, I would say we don't. We, there's no um, real schedule yet on those. When we have time, mm-hmm. we do have. We did kind of, and again, uh, thanks again to Joe, honestly, for coming. This is of course, amazing. Oh, time, man. I yeah. love you, buddy. I really love, love you, too, and man. this is love you. I told him I cannot wait for the, the show to come out to do more stuff, to do YouTube yeah. stuff, to do to do the Hobbit. We're gonna have him back for the Hobbit. Oh yeah, we're doing um, MeTube stuff too. Yeah, that's sure we are. Sure, sure you are. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyways, I, the the schedule, I guess, just so friends know, um, going forward, we'll have a couple bonus episodes. We got some uh, fun ideas there, which we will do. We're going to take a break, though. We actually are going to take a little bit of a break. Lane and Sarah are having baby number three. Um, crotch fruit number three. Crotch fruit number three. Yes. yes. Cannot wait for that. And tomorrow. I'm excited. It's tomorrow, tomorrow according Jeez, to. Please, um, Lord, no. <laughs> I told him I need some sleep. 
Joe knows. He said, boy and tomorrow. So here we go. Um, hey, Sarah I, Sarah, I asked Winnie today, and she said, I said, are you guys having um, a boy or a girl? And she said, a boy and a girl. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, <so>. all right. <laughs> so there's that. There's that to look forward to. Yeah. Oh, um, so, yeah, just the update there, I guess, Lane, is just that we're, we're going to take a break. I'm not really sure how long. Um, I know maybe before the summer or when we get, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let you guys know on Facebook. You can follow us there. Make sure you follow us on Facebook for all those updates. We talked about this last week. In last week's episode, we kind of said follow us on Instagram and uh, Twitter at Uptalk and Tolkien. I know a lot of people maybe aren't on social media, so I don't exactly know when the next episode will be out. I'll try to put a date down once we discuss it. We just kind of have to see. we got to yeah. see um, what happens with um, – you know, yeah, yeah, baby, and baby. and then the next time we're into a, a read through, it'll be a reread for you. It'll be a first time for me, at least halfway, second half of the book. Anyway, I mean, I Three made it quarters. through parts of it, but not, yeah, not not all the way. Will be the Hobbit. So yes, the Hobbit. Our 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 uh, I guess our up. path forward here is into the Hobbit, and then after the Hobbit is finished, we we I think we calculated, we reckon about six months for the Hobbit. Yeah, it's safe safe estimate. So once that's done, so we would be looking at like you know. Beginning of 2021, we're into the Silmarillion. So we're, yeah. we're going from The Hobbit right back to the beginning of all things. We're That's working right. our way backwards um, yeah. into the first age and trying to figure out what exactly all the singing is about. <laughs> exactly. And who is the god and goddess of who and... The legends of Tom Mayar, Valar, and Tommy B. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how he started this whole thing. Yep. <gasps> What? What'd you say? <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare go there yet. Uh that's an afterwards uh, conversation. Um so yeah, friends, that that's the that's the update. That's the schedule moving forward. There will be a ton of uh YouTube content though. We really actually have a, a really cool plan mm-hmm. for some pretty neat I think yeah. um our Zoom calls and you know what? You know Get what? Get him on the horn. We're gonna be zoom. Get gonna, him. Yeah, on I'd the love horn. to set this up. So this, it's nice because um, we would have dude a lost sock episode too. Would be oh. great with Joe. Oh, I would love so. Okay, all right. By we'll the do way, that. I want to mention too. Our we do um, socks a lot. We've not mentioned this. So there are gonna be oh changes on Patreon. Yeah, yeah. you mentioned a couple weeks back, but there are some changes. There will be unexpected rewards. There will be unexpected rewards. Wait, I thought we were using the word expected now. Or, oh, well, we're, we're go- changing the name to an expected podcast. Right. And now we're, we're going with unexpected <laughs> rewards. Um, no. So uh, one of the things that we are putting on there, though, uh, the Lost Sock podcast is exclusive uh, for upper tier patrons. So I will post a link for that. So how about that, guys? On Patreon, you can have access to a an entire an entire exclusive podcast. Yep. So that's it's just for us. It seems like it's and we don't have to go into tons of detail, but like might feel anticlimactic like you know pj thought some of these chapters were but um <laughs> we just thought it was a much more manageable realistic quick way to get you guys bonus stuff yeah extras yeah. um and stuff that it seems like most people liked uh like yeah. t-shirts and stuff we'll continue to do probably on a more irregular basis it's Un- just a lot of unexpected unexpected like the pregnancy although i do have a plan didn't expect that i do have something but uh Huh? Huh? What? Oh yeah, uh, uh, Crick Hollow College, fourteen twenty. There's something coming. Don't worry. Um, um, eat, yeah. drink, and be merry, or Pippin, or if Pippin. you want. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but that'll be more irregular, just because it's it's just it's not. We focus on quality, right? And so, to get um, to get the what, what we consider good stuff takes a little bit of 
wheeling and dealing. It that does. sounds shady. It takes a lot of coordination is yeah, what I'm trying lot, to say. It does, it does take a lot of coordination. It does, and a lot of time and then shipping and all this extra stuff. So, um, But we have plans for that. Yeah. We'll get back to you on okay, that. Okay, all right, okay. Um, yeah, no, but I like, so yeah, we have exclusive Patreon content, YouTube content. We have a couple other fun things that we're going to try to do. I'm looking at uh, some Hangouts. Possibly, cool. so cool. That we're gonna do. So if you're still on Discord, uh, I'll be doing some hangouts on there, okay. uh, just kind of like talking it. and things, th- things like that. So it's gonna be a little bit of a break. I want people to know that. I want them to know that there's a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. Landers are still here, and we are. Uh, there's gonna be a lot going on. A lot going on. Just, 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 just get ready for another adventure, my friends. A lot of knocks on your front door and uh-huh. dwarves piling in. When, uh-huh. when the Gollum game comes out, I might open a Twitch account. Just got a Twitch. So we'll have a just, sub podcast for that. <laughs> I'm telling you, right? That'd now, be a sub podcast. We got to have. There's something else. Bill, I, Joe, and Gollum. We're gonna talk about this afterwards because I, I <laughs> riddles in the Twitch. Come on. Ooh, okay. Damn, that doesn't that, sound right. That started off great. <laughs> Witches in the dark. Eh, we'll get there. Oh, all of a sudden, y'all are experts, huh? Okay, all right. Well, that's expected. Um, we want to thank you for joining us on uh, the final chapter yeah. of this epic journey that has been the Lord of the Rings. Well, actually, the downfall of the Lord of the Rings and the Return of the King. Of course. Um, I want to I want to acknowledge Bilbo's ori- or Frodo's original title. Uh, it's been an amazing journey, uh, but we look forward to the rest of the journeys. This is not the end. It is an end. But it's also a beginning for much, much, much more. Mm-hmm. Um, next time, we'll be digging into The Hobbit. And uh, who wants yeah. to say it? Oh. Oh, wait, 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 with the whistle. Oh, what's, it, what's your line? What's, what's, who's, whose line? Who, whose line is it? Yeah, if, how do you, if you want to say it? Whose line is it anyway? It's yours. And then he'll if you s- like our podcast... If you like our podcast, which clearly, if you're listening until this point, <laughs> I always kind of think like maybe you do like the podcast. You, you know, trailed like, off, or you fell asleep and you're waking yes, up to this. You left it on; it's just still on. Um, oh my this gosh, so, so yeah. crazy! But no, if you like our podcast, don't forget to like, subscribe, um, write a review on iTunes, send us a um, shadow fax at an whoa, whoa, whoa. No, dude. What's the phrase? Jeezy, how many times have we done? Send this? us an email. Or a shadow facts. It's his first time. And remember, we'll see you whenever we see you. And remember, Frodo lives. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.